This is episode 549 for April 2019, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast. And I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and the opening song is a guitar cover of the Sunflower theme from the Spider-Verse movie. Uh, the YouTube user that uh, performed that was called Beyond the Guitar, very talented musician. Uh, so check them out, Beyond the Guitar, on YouTube. Uh, before we get to our review episode, I want to thank people that make episodes like this possible through our Patreon page. Without them, this podcast would not happen. I can guarantee you that. It uh, takes a lot of money to host a popular website and host a popular podcast. And with support, uh, it's made possible. So thank you to Stephen, Frederick, Dom, Christopher, hashtag something good for you. Common Omelette, Symbiobro, Jose, Joey, Will, Taylor, Nick, Brian, Kean, Alex, Jay, Stewart, Stephen, James, Austin, JB, Hafskimo, Michael O, Michael J, Andrew, Patrick, Laura, Avenji, Craig, Jonathan, Federico, Ricky, Lee, Thomas, Zach, Dowd, David, uh, Tassino, uh, Frazetta Hulk, Alex, Michael R., Mayor, and Robert. Uh, if you would like to support this podcast and make sure more come out, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Again, that's patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, we have our uh, Spider Satellite Reviews, which is a Patreon-exclusive podcast. You can listen to that. Uh, also, Peter and Mark and I recorded a special Patreon episode tonight. Uh, that I'm going to post in the next couple days where we examine who is the mysterious villain in the amazing titles, the Centidemon, who we've been calling him. Who is the Centidemon? That is going to be a Patreon-exclusive podcast. Uh, again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. You can listen to those exclusive episodes. But this one is open to the masses, so let's uh, get it on and review all these amazing books. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our review show. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Mike. What's going on, Mike? Well, right now I'm nursing a bruised uh, small toe, and I don't want to show it on YouTube. Because Please you don't. don't. Want to get it. Oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, How'd you hurt your toe? Not, I'm stumbling around the dark and hit it with hit the vacuum cleaner. Oh, that it's, sucks. I'll <laughs> I'll <do it>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Does it make you feel better, Mike? The, I can still, luckily, I can still walk on it. So it's okay. Good. What, what actually? Uh, yeah, it's sorry. just it just bruised. But if it makes you feel better, Mike, Jack sprained his toe tripping over a cord three weeks before our wedding. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he he didn't even trip on a cord. He just tripped over his own foot. Oh, well, that happens too. For these guys. He has yeah. fallen in love with you, Ashley. How about that? There you go. He yeah. fell in love with you, literally and figuratively. He's dead, there you go. And he's falling every day. <laughs> that other voice is Ashley. You heard it. What's going on, Ashley? How are you? We're doing great. Uh, speaking of the wedding, we're actually planning our honeymoon in the next couple of months. Ooh, so that's really exciting. Nice. That's, that's fun. I'd ask you where you're going, but you don't want everybody to show up. And so, hey, aren't you Ashley from the show? You don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, we also have Jr. What's going on, Jr.? 
well, I'm a, I'm oh. nursing a bruised ego uh, because <laughs> because you made me talk about uh, Spider Verse when I didn't want to. For those audio listeners on the podcast, we just discovered that Jr. saw Spider Verse. We had no idea. He did. He protested. His wife said, "Go get the film," and he went. I sounded like Tom Hardy's Venom there. From sorry, I'm sorry, but he went out and got the film. He went over and how many things he didn't like, and I asked him well, how. What was your final grade? And you said. Plus B as in Brad plus I was shocked. He gave that high. So it was congrats. a finely crafted film. What's your favorite part? Favorite part. Yeah. I don't remember having a favorite part. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Probably Nick Cage trying to figure out the Ruby's cube. I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah, that it, was had your, it had your least favorite Hulk goblin in it. Yeah, but he did. He got killed off, and he didn't last very long. So oh, that's true. That's good. And we also have Peter Chi-Town Spidey. What's going on, sir? Not much, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. You just came back from C2E2. Got yeah, to talk yeah, to Nick Spencer and Humberto and uh, Ryan Otley. Yes, I did. And uh, the podcast for this week at Marvel is the Hunted Panel. So yep. be sure to check out that, mm. and you'll hear my voice. Trying to defend Stagrant against uh, the uh, <laughs> the White Rabbit, it did not work out. George would be disappointed and rolling oh. all over the place. But is but, that but online? But right. got a tail. But Stagrant's got a tail. She he can't. How can you? How can he lose? Mike, to I made that. Years? I made that point. Exactly. I, I, you oh man. Uh, if you can put that on the front page, let's hear you. Let's. If you, I'll help you if you want. We can put okay. the podcast on the front page and we can hear you defend Stegron for the masses. Well, I guess, I guess though Stegron is just no Sauron, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, The person who loves Stegron the most can't be on the show. His internet's out. So George won't be able to join us. And Zach is now 37 minutes late to the podcast. So where's our beloved clone? Zach is paying for a check and getting a few numbers. So he can't join us. So, all right. So we get, uh, we've got four issues we're going to tackle. We have uh, number six, uh, ASM 817. We have a uh, ASM 16. Dot. Huh? Who? How do you say it? Like Johnny Bravo? And we or, have, or, or practically Black Cat Zero, actually. But that's Black Cat Zero. We have uh, ASM 8. One eight with a mm-hmm. good looking cover. I like that one line. Yeah. And we have ASM eight one nine with a not so attractive cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. The very first one, uh eight seventeen ASM is JR. So take us through that, sir. Well, I have you know, boys and girls, that I'm just picking up George's slack because I wasn't originally supposed to do this. So I mind my own business. I'm preparing for my relatively light load. And then I get this text from Brad, you know, uh, explain the situation and ask, will I do it? So, will it, so, folks, this is what you're getting right off the, you know, right off the cuff. So you mean you didn't prepare? What else oh, yeah, is new? I did, I, I, did, I, I did prepare. But the thing is, I had to sacrifice time spent for... Preparation for news items. So anyway, oh, so you're going to get a watered down distilled Jr. all throughout oh, the show. Don't, don't sell it short off the top. You always bring it. <laughs> all right. <sighs> okay, boys and girls. 
We flash back to several issues ago, uh, which one I forget because I don't buy these anymore. I just I just read them. Uh, we're in darkest Africa, Craven the Hunter, uh, who thinks Africa belongs to him, even though he's actually from Russia, uh, has gotten the drop on some washed up, washed up middle aged white dude from the U.S. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he's the, the middle of the age washed up old white dude is poaching game because he thinks it's cool to kill some big, harmless, slowly moving animal and take a selfie to put on his Instagram. You know, like the kind you see all the time. Maybe. Anyway, mm-hmm. because this is cool, young, hip Marvel, uh, we don't have any reference boxes to prior issues because that is just so George Barrowman. So they don't use them anymore. So I don't know what issue we first saw that in. But anyway, so Craven has just killed the middle aged dude's guide. And we think that Craven's going to 86 this guy for violating the sanctity of the juggle. J- juggle. The uh, juggle. Craven did, <laughs> not, Craven did not, not go to the strip bar. Okay. One's got uh, an N and sure. one's got no. Well, here we are. Several issues later. Welcome to the jungle. And it turns out Craven isn't going to kill him, but he's going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Uh, Craven says, I know that you're just some saggy old white dude who's got seven more years until he can retire from his white collar job. And he doesn't know how he's going to make it without blowing his brains out, which I can give you some advice on. Uh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he understands. Understands that the Sagio white guide has ans- his ancestral blood boils within him to kill things and put pictures on Instagram. So Craven's not going to kill him. He's going to make him a hunter. Okay. So now we come to the present and Craven is reciting some history here. See, he died in an overrated and overwrought JMD Mateus story back in the late no, 80s. Oh, it's not overrated. And here we, oh, and here we was, go. <laughs> and he was doing just fine. Just doing doing just fine, fe- de- decomposing and feeding the worms until Joe Casada decided to foist one more day on the entire universe and not only undo Spider-Man's marriage, but also create this wife and daughter uh, that no one had ever heard of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, before. Sasha and Penny's and Skittles, the Penny Hooker. <laughs> Uh, a nod to Crazy Chris there, you know, the late Crazy Chris. You need a little editor's box. Uh, that that reference happened in podcast number. Right. That was Crazy Chris thought of that one back in the day. Anyway, so Sasha and Skittles, the penny hooker, used dark magic and human sacrifice, which killed off Madam Webb and Maddie Franklin, no great loss, by the way, uh, to bring Craven back from the dead. All right. So Craven and family then picked up their luggage and they moved to the Savage Land where Craven said he planned to start a new family. Well, his wife started nagging him <laughs> like she did before, which is the reason that he went overseas to start hunting Spider-Man because he to get away from her. But this time he took the easy way out and he just killed her. All right. Uh, and then he decided to put then he decided to put his diabolical plan in place. Okay. So then he started killing off all the high evolutionaries and men. All right, to get the high evolutionary's attention. And then finally, the high evolutionary come out and said, look, I've been busy rewriting Professor Miles Warren's diaries and trying to make the stupid ass clone saga make some sense. And I haven't had time to come out and talk to you. Okay, (laughs) so stop killing all these loser creations of mine and tell me what you want, what you really, really want. All right. Oh my God! You just did the Spice Girls. <laughs> so, so what Craven did? Craven asked for eighty-seven clones of himself and ninety-nine red balloons. All right. <laughs> and, for the, and for the high evolutionary to give them the speeded up Gwen Stacy growth treatment. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now his daughter. Uh, 
Skittles the penny hooker, thought this was a lame idea, and so she denounced him and left because wasn't that calling the clip, which is calling the kettle black, by the way, actually. Oh my god! Anyway, so she closed the balloons. There, this is washed down. Wait a minute, Jr. Hornacek says we need more Jr. reviews where he's unprepared like this one. Well, I've got a fever and it needs more cowbell, but anyway, so, <laughs> so anyway, so the daughter skin it, skittles the penny hooker thought this was a lame idea and she denounced Craven and left. Okay. Now, partly the reason she left is because this run of amazing Spider-Man is Nick Spencer's apology tour. And it seems like he's trying to fix all the crap that came after one more day, as well as beg forgiveness for the secret wars or secret empire suck fest, but no one's going to miss Skittles. So that's just fine. Anyway, <laughs> okay, well, initially, Craven realizes this was a horrible idea, at least through the toddler stage, because I don't know that he realized how horrible potty training 87 little boys was going to be. I mean, you can't dig enough, you can't dig enough holes in Africa to hide all that shit. You know? <laughs> well, we see the state Africa's in later. Maybe that had something to do with it. Technically, he's in the Savage Land, Jr. So they're probably going to have enough room there uh, for all the, port, uh, little porta the potties. Savage, are they in the Savage Land or back in yeah, Africa? Yeah, they're in the Savage Land because uh, the High Evolutionary is there. Uh, that's where he was. Oh, that's right. Well, because yeah. I was thinking he was. Well, he, the thing is, the he's in Africa. Works, he can't dig enough holes in the Savage Land yeah. for that much crap. Well, hey, Antarctica is <laughs> pretty big. Big guys. I mean, that, that got plenty be, of room. That could explain why it's warming up and falling apart. You know, all that. Yeah, right. All that, all that. Reed says yeah, he has to go, and he says JR is beautiful. All that, <laughs> all that, all that methane gas then is probably what's causing Antarctica to warm up. Then, yep. um, anyway. <laughs> Fortunately, the boys aged out of that stage fairly quickly, and so Craven taught them to hunt and kill and sent them to the ends of the earth where they started hunting and killing creatures uh, because although it's wrong for other white people to go around killing creatures, it's just fine for Craven and his sons. All right. Well, fortunately, the entire world didn't notice 87 mini-me's waging uh, slaughter all over the globe, and the time came back for Craven to throw this big-ass party and welcome them all home, but only one came back. You know, and he came back with a, a bag full of the skulls of his brothers. So Craven fell on his knees, called him an abomination, a beast. And then when he could no longer hide it, he said, I love you, man. <laughs> you know, boy, you're a, you're, you're a psychotic little bastard just like me. So let's celebrate <laughs> by getting completely wasted. All right, but then the son goes, no, 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 we can't do that. I've got, I've got to kill the man who is who's brought you pain for all these many years, and and then once I kill Spider Man, I can inher- inherit your kingdom, you know. And this, and uh, I, I think he's though in Africa for, well, I thought he was in Africa. Yeah, they, he did. Yeah, Craven went back to Africa, and then the son, okay. and then his last surviving quote son came back. Yeah. Okay, and then the son goes, no, 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 well, we we can't do that. I've got to kill Spider Man so I can inherit your kingdom. And Craven goes, kingdom. Kingdom, son, 
Come here. Let me show you something. All right. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. When I was your age, this place was wild and majestic, just like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now with the climate eroded, see that reference to climate change I just made, son? Craven the hunter is nothing if not woke. All right. Now, but as you can see, the climate has eroded, and now I can see that this is really a shithole country, just like sad uh <laughs> and all of these fat lazy white people keep coming from the united states to kill the animals you know when only white people like myself from russia should be allowed to do it so what we're going to do is we're going to pack up our ah, spidey news here <laughs> <laughs> boys speaking of loud elephants and chuck shops Hi, Zach. Usually, you okay? dro- usually drop the mic when you're done saying something, not when you come in. <laughs> you're the gay JR a heart attack. No doubt. The old oh, man. I'm not age, giving, I'm not age, giving him the mouth to him. Oh. So anyway, so anyway, Craven says so we're gonna I, I, pick I always like to make an entrance, guys. Sorry. Yeah. You're you're only forty seven minutes late. What's that between friends? <laughs> I am fashionably late. Uh, all right, we don't want to interrupt Jr.'s review. Go ahead, Jr. So we're gonna. Okay, so Craven says no, no. I mean, this place is a shithole. So we're gonna move. We're gonna move from here. We're gonna pack up our shit. We're gonna move to New York and get an apart- deluxe apartment in the Sky II. Okay. So now we're finally in the present, and it's some big party that Craven is throwing, and he brought in his killer kid, and Arcade is on stage doing the warm up, and out comes Craven, and then we see Bob, the, the guy, the, the old fat guy from earlier, uh, who Craven was recruiting, and all of these poachers to participate in one, glo- you know, glorious hunt. You know, that's what he's here for. He says, Craven goes, I know that you're all hunters. Y'all crave the thirst of the hunting blood and killing shit and stuff. And so we're going to have one big hunt and we're going to hunt all these animal based supervillains that my cronies during the black bug have been capturing over the last several issues. Now, Craven's son thinks this is actually a stupid idea. (laughs) And so Craven goes on a multi-page monologue that boils down to Hey, they want to dress like animals. They're going to be hunted like animals. But but before you say, hey, where's Spidey? Well, I don't know. Usually this time Brad says, okay, let's stop right there. And let's talk about what we did and didn't like about that story. Or do you want me to go on? No, no. I want you to do the backup. The backup, too. All right. It's it's all one issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the second part of the story. All right. Zach, Zach, mute. Oh, he can't hear us. That, Zach's trying to steal the thunder. You know, he's he going to come. He's going to come right after Tyson and Mike Murdoch for being on my list. <laughs> so yeah, old man screams at comic book. Yeah, you. Burp, burp. Yeah, you just keep doing it, Mike Murdoch. Whatever. Uh, I guess. You, I guess you know why it's like, like it, be inferior to your older brother, right? Uh, so. Anyway. <laughs> So, shots fired! Shots fired! Well, the second part of this story is dumbass little lizard Billy Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Poor Billy, who, who sneaks out of the sewers <laughs> so he can go to some dumbass teenage party, right? Because little um, little lizard Billy has been whining for issues about wanting to get out of the sewers and go to the uh, party, go party. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, the lizard decides to call Peter Parker, who can get in touch with Spider-Man, you know, to find little lizard Billy's stupid ass. But Peter is deathly sick. 
because this overused, lazy writing trope will justify <laughs> why Son of Craven could come in and kick Spider-Man's ass. All right, for this idiotic big hunt storyline that's going to last at least another seven issues, not counting all the who special issues. All right. And, and then and, who? And then Peter's feeling down about the death of Clone Ned. Like, was that really a thing? Clone <laughs> Ned? Who cares? Oh, Clone <laughs> Ned died. You didn't give a shit when the real Ned died. Jeez. I think you're making shit up, JR. He uh, is. Just, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> it, and I'm also trying to make it interesting, okay? So, <laughs> anyway, stupid little lizard Billy tries to get into the swing club. <laughs> Needless to say, he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. He freaks everybody the hell out, and then he runs away in the Times Square, and Taskmaster and Black Bug capture him. And Spider-Man arrives too late to save him, but then a flying spider tracer with a message from Felicia comes okay now what is this flying spider tracer well we don't know what it is because you gotta buy the next friggin issue to find out it'll cost you four bucks to find that out so so anyway from felicia says i did something stupid i got myself captured and by the way there's this little stupid ass little lizard boy here too you better go come and save us you know and and boys and girls that is oh my god what, 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 is this part one of Hunted? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. 817. Well, the prologue, actually. 817. So. Okay. Uh, JR, let me guess, B. Plus. <laughs> no, no, I gave this, I gave this a C. This is, you oh. know, who, who the hell? And why does, why does Craven look like Jonah Jameson half the time? Really? I mean, why does he look like he does? I mean, the face is the same. I was going to say he looked like Freddie Mercury, but uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but uh, yeah, because that's how Otley kind of draws anybody with like like must. Oh, that's how Brian Otley draws people with mustaches, single mustaches like that. Hornetzek says, based on your (laughs) Spider-Verse grade, he thought this was going to be an A. I uh, used right, to so, like you, Hornacek. All right, we're going around the, the horn. Uh, Peter, what's your grade on this one? A B plus. B plus. Ashley. I'm trying to remember. Was this the one with the really awkward art where MJ's yes. shorts yes. look like they yes. came halfway down her crack? Yep, mm-hmm. that would be Here, the one. Let me go reference. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's a... I would say hey. it'd be an A for me, but that brings it down to a B plus because... Oh my God! Women's anatomy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no one wears shorts like that. Well, they did in the eighties, but uh, <laughs> it's like, why? Well, yes, that is well, poor uh, art. Okay, counterpoint, and I know I no, I haven't realized... gotten the grades yet. Zach, what's your grade? Uh, it is an A. Uh, really? Okay, uh, Mike. I enjoyed this issue. Um, I will also say it's a B plus. Okay, I'll yeah. give it a B minus because of the art in the back half. The front yeah, back half, half is, the front, front half is a minus ish. Back half kills it with that art. Yeah, just kills it. That, that art was ugly. Oh, that was it's just, awful. especially awful. especially since it's supposed to be showing Peter Parker as being sick, and it's just like, oh yeah, you're just making the readers all sick just by looking if, at the whole. If thing. I look like that, I'd be sick. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Jr. Pros, what did you like about your C plus issue? 
Uh, I gave it a C. I didn't give it a plus. Oh, C. Sorry. What did I like about it? Nothing much, really. I mean, to be honest, the 87 clones was, it just, it, it, I don't know. I mean, and again, it's like, uh, you know, who's going to raise all those kids? Who's going to feed all those kids? I was about to say, they. no wonder they had to move out of the Savage Line back to Africa. They probably ate the whole place up, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, they were eating. You've raised the boy. Well, they they were, ate. They, yeah. were, they were eating. Yeah. They were showing like nine on some meat. Um, you know, probably some, it wasn't looked like beef jerky, although, but, you know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, whoever paid for this issue expecting Spider-Man and he's only a guest star in his own magazine. And then yeah. like you said, said the art is awful. There's, there's not much there. No, there's just, there's, I, there, there's no high points. This issue. It was just, I felt a flat mediocre issue. Uh, who, who gave it A's? I did. Okay. What, what's a pro out of you for that? Clones. Wait a minute. What, what would happen if you have, 27 bins fight 57 Craven. 87. 87 Cravens versus what? 27 Ben Riley's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or 28. First of all, yeah. um, if Ben beat the shit out of Vladimir. So, um, <laughs> uh, but no, I look, I, Ryan Artley is – I have said that Ryan Stegman is the best Spider-Man artist in the entire line, but Ryan Otley is the second best in my opinion. So Yeah, he's Ar- really good. Ryan Otley is is really, really good. He, he, he reminds me a mixture of um, of like uh, um, Mike Ringo and um, – mm, I can see Ringo and Otley. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. And who was the other one? Um, I just blanked. A little bit. I see a little bit of Bagley, especially in a Spider-Man. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'll give you that. Those eyes. Yeah. yeah, especially yeah. with the eyes and the, and the way he does the little the little notches on the eyes. Um, look, the artwork in the back. It, you're right. It's it's still it's okay. Um, it's not my favorite part, obviously, but uh, I, I think Otley's work and this is this does a really good job of of because uh, we just. Uh, Craven has been such a slow burn throughout this entire volume. Vink- and I think Vinkman, I would agree. Zach, tilt your camera down a smidge. Vinkman wants it, and so do I. We have a lot of headroom. There we go. Go ahead. All right. Is that better? Yeah, that, uh, now we yeah. can see you. Very much, yeah. Um, I think that this issue is a necessary evil. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I, I, you needed to set up a little bit more of Craven's motivation and what Craven's plan was. Mm-hmm. I think by them slow burning it the way they did, it was a little bit of a mistake um, because I just felt like it was like, all right, we're going to do all this other stuff, but we'll get to Craven eventually. It's mm-hmm. it, And so I think this is, and I'll, I'll get to this when we get to the last issue that we're covering tonight, but mm-hmm. I really think that this did a good job of, of taking the existing continuity yeah. herd that was laid by Grim Hunt because, quite frankly, in my opinion, Craven should still be dead. Yeah, one oh, thing yeah. I've agreed on, uh, that's one thing I agree on with Slot. Um, it really doesn't mm-hmm. reference much of the Kane stuff, but it doesn't have to because the Kane, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to read that Kane story between him and Craven to, to, to get that. So, uh, I, I really, enjoy, I, when a writer comes in and takes everything that, that as it is, instead of trying to, instead of trying to force the issue, too often with slot, he tried to force the issue. I don't feel that way with this issue. I, mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, any other pros? What would you like to hear? 
Um, I, uh, I will say, oh, go ahead. No, um, go ahead, Mike. You, you first. Okay. I was going to say that um, for a clone, um, Craven 87, or uh, Craven's uh, last surviving son, as you, as you will, um, he's got a great design. I mean that the way he the way he's looking mm-hmm. into the thing, I know I mean the the uh, tiger tribal tattoo thing that they kind of formed that he's kind of formed over there. Does he have a name? I think he's just called the last set of Craven or something Craven. officially. But what did you say, Ashley? Yeah. Hmm? What did you say? Oh, Craven eighty seven. Oh, I know yeah, that's Craven, what he said. We'll I just go over here. I'm like I was. I think to it's think. supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be like Craven's last son or something. But here's the thing: the culling the culling. Look, Vladimir was the only one that was remotely interesting. Out of right. all all the kids, and that was yeah. only because of JMD Mateus's work mm-hmm. on Spectacular Spider-Man. But outside right. of that part of of that character's history, that character has been mm-hmm. garbage. So culling, oh yeah, so, so clearing the deck, oh, is right. not yeah. a bad Kill, thing. Killing the moms. Oh, no. is, is the I little just, little daughter dead too? Yeah, no, she just she just took off. Okay, but, I didn't okay. Even know let her be off. Let her be off and off. She's in the last cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I kind. But again, I mean, with the terms of this character, I mean, I like the the look of the design here. I like the fact that he's oh, kind of grim, like almost, yeah, just yeah. I just like the fact that he's a little bit more kind of like in a more kind of like like kind of like a, almost like it's kind of like his dad in his prime thing. And Speaking it really dad, says a lot. Yeah, and I really and it really says a lot about Craven's mindset that he feels that his true successor is is literally himself. That he's basically kind of just essentially the kind of cloned basically him, him because that's who this his son quote unquote is. It's just well, it him. Makes it's sense just a, oh, absolutely. His actual sons have been such failures. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, and I think um, and I spring off what you're uh, sorry, th- spring off what you're saying, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. the the narcissism is just so well developed. I think. Yeah. In oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. And his motivation. Oh, yeah. Here, like I mean, what Jr. was saying. You yeah, know this the white guy, Russian man being like, "Oh, look at all these other white people right. hunting here." Yeah, just yeah. A, 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 Craven is a narcissist. Very, yeah. Oh, yeah, very yeah. true it, to it, his character. Yes, it's yeah. just very. It just shows that this is a guy who is basically, and I really liked also the characterization. This is a guy who's, if you looked at Craven's last hunt, is kind of like he wants to be his, like, kind of like the quintessential middle age crisis on you know that he's going through. This is also kind of a continuation of that. Is a guy who's obsessed with passing on his name and legacy, passing on yes. his legacy mm-hmm. and pass and like I want my name basically my name to be remembered. It's it's and this it shows that this that, that this is a kind of like I mean Craven's always kind of been this kind of a, like almost like a I would say kind of an extreme take on the uh, the great white hunter yeah essential trope. And I like the fact that it's kind of, that this is kind of a, seems like a continuation of that even though I agree that with Zach that Craven should have stayed dead, um, I think that the way Spencer characterized him, um, and especially the way he threw this whole process of like grooming his sons and everything or quote unquote mm-hmm. sons, um, it really it was really terrific characterization. It says a lot about that he really understands yeah. who this character is and stuff. And yeah. you know, if I may, that was what? a really strong pair for us. Go ahead. If, if I may jump in, I mean the fact that nothing has been done with Craven for the last six or seven years, mm-hmm, it is refreshing mm-hmm. to see a writer come in and take a character that really. It's like they brought him. They 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 literally brought him back for the shock value, and then did absolutely zero with him. Oh no, no, they did because because they because they, like they couldn't figure because partly because Dan Slott didn't want to touch the guy. For right for 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 justifiable reasons, and it's just like well, yeah, and because after Craven's last hunt, where do you exactly go from there? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, um, 
So. I think this is Spencer's uh, choice. Uh, I think where uh, mm-hmm. a slot wanted Doc Ock to be like uh, his his guy when he did the villain, Spencer wants mm-hmm. Craven. So you're going to see a lot more Craven in it. Um, is mm-hmm. this the first issue when Ryan Otley came back? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how how refreshing was that? I really oh, enjoyed yeah. that. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and, let's uh, let's move on to cons so we get a pace speed up the pace a little bit more. Cons, Jr. Big cons out of you. I. I I, I don't like Craven that well. I don't like the, I always feel that every time he's on, it's a version of the most dangerous game. And that's what this is. It's just ladder, more villains, more everything else. So, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's just a retread. Uh, cons out of me. They miscolored Stegron. He's gray. Oh, he's, he's gray. Not, he's not orange. <laughs> what in that's, the hell? True. Why? True. Uh, what's a guess? Why would, Cra- uh, why would Stegron be gray? Because he's all locked up. He's sad. He's sad. He's, he's he drank. He drank. He drank. He was sucks. the sun's not shining on Stegron right now. Oh. Well, he drinks. He drank something bad, and um, he's 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 kind of recovering. Oh, he's you know, I, so I, I was expecting Harriman to be here. To I was expecting. Well, yeah, to the, be here, but you know, mm-hmm. he decided that he couldn't come. Zach, year. I was expecting you to be here too. <laughs> I will. I will you can say, play though, the restaurant. It's the restaurant's fault. I will say though, even though. JR was kind of poking fun of how stupid Billy Connors was. Yeah. Yeah, he kind Kinda. of was. That was kind of the thing. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> he, that was, was, he was. That was kind of dumb. dumb. Yeah. How yeah, old I mean, is like, Billy Connors supposed to be? I was on the well, like, he, well, He's fluctuated over 50 years. He's a yeah, little seven-year-old boy. In the 80s, he was a teenager. Even in he, the 90s, he was a teenager up until like... And then uh, he de-aged to like seven or eight again. Now he's a teenager again. Well, like, well no, because like he's like... Because he's like 13. Like yeah, he's at least 13. I'm like... Yeah. yeah. Like, they like middle schoolers. What are they doing hanging out at the nightclub? Well, the car- the girl that he, apparently the girl did not know who he was or something because she looks like she's at least got to be at least 18 because she's like so he, he got reverse catfish what the hell like a 13 year old boy asking him to meet up with her yeah. and this has become very sketchy all of a sudden he did get catfished it really wasn't her that he was talking to okay all right uh well, you know, lizards, lizards eat catfish, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All Billy wanted no, was and a little that's a terrible that joke. Realized he had one. Billy wanted a little catfish is. tail. Is that what you said, Peter? Yeah. I said all he, want, all he really wanted was, was a little bad. tail. And oh, then I realized he had Oh, a little yeah. tail like a I'm lizard. I'm uncomfortable oh, talking about man. a 13-year-old with tail. Oh, yeah. No The artwork was bad. Stegron's gray. Billy Connors is bad. I did have one bone to pick with kind of the whole... You know, concept of this so craven's not really as woke as he thinks he is when it comes to conservation because you know maybe a bit of a controversial opinion but something i've learned about trophy hunting is that it is actually of huge benefit to the uh the conservation scene in africa really, so, yeah, really? You have all these rich assholes going and you know trying to solve their midlife crisis by killing a bunch of you know great you know majestic animals but all that money they're paying is going to the, you know, the reserves, the nature reservations, the conservatories, yeah. and the people who run those conservatories and the rangers, what they do is they pick animals that are causing problems around all the mm-hmm. other animals. So, like, a male lion that's gone rogue and kills every other male lion. They're like, this one's got to die because it's ruining the whole ecosystem. And so, yeah. that's the one that the rich assholes pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to kill and then those hundreds wow. of thousands of dollars go towards the upkeep of the rest of the environment yeah. so 
Craven, maybe, you know, check up a little on your news because these guys might not. And, and uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of organizations that want to get them out of captivity and back into the wild. And that money also mm-hmm. is used to get them get those that mm-hmm. were formerly in captivity into the wild. Now, if they're poaching, so you're saying yeah, the media is presenting a simplistic version <laughs> of this defense? <laughs> that they're, that they're trying to yeah, shocking, isn't it? Of- that they're trying to promote something or whatever, and so they're only telling one side of the story. And they'll, and they'll spend two years promoting a false narrative? I mean... <laughs> oh, my oh, man. Before we dev- devolve whatever, and then we need to hire Hevolutionary? The Hevolutionary, help us. Uh, let's talk Hi, about this issue. Ashley, you've got a black cat-centric issue. I wonder why I gave this to you. Hmm. All right. So 16 hit ha huh. <laughs> 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 nice one, Ashley. I have to just come to memory because I'm on a slow computer right now, and so I can't really scroll through the pages, but okay. I will do my best. So, anyways, we ended 16 with Peter getting the spider tracer message from Felicia. So 16 huh gives us, you know, okay. Let's rewind and go into, you know, how did she get that message to him? What happened to her to lead to her up to her being captured and how is she getting tied into this whole mess? So we start with kind of just a recap of who Felicia is. You know, she's a cat burglar and, you know, she was in a rough spot recently and wasn't really acting herself because, you know, nasty breakups can have decade long effects. Apparently I'm all for it because as long as it keeps my two together, just try it <laughs> however you can. But, um, she talks about how she basically, you know, she admits that she was in love with Spider-Man and, you know, they were a doomed relationship, but she really thought, you know, those feelings are real. And so when all the hoodoo voodoo with Brand New Day and the spell that Doctor Strange cast that everyone forgot him. Yes, someone. Thank you, Spencer, for finally addressing this, that mm-hmm. she forgot the face of the man she loved. She yeah. had no idea who he was ripped away from her. And mm-hmm. <laughs> believe it or not, that could have some kind of psychologically scarring effect yeah, on her. Yeah, who would have thought, right? Yeah. And he certainly uses that to kind of justify her whole little bender that Slot decided to put her through. That she wasn't herself. She was just going through a really, really bad breakup with some unforeseen effects. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. That's how he brushes off the queen pin arc. And that's how we have just works for me. Works for me. Uh, Exactly. Mm -hmm. I will take it. I will take it. And so she's got some aggression that she's working through and she's in hammerheads hideout going after a bunch of his goons and just trying to get to him. And he has a proposition for her. He, one of his, buddies his foodie buddies apparently try and picture hammerhead with an instagram account you know <laughs> posting all of his um his food snapshots and stories but uh was it leland oxley yeah leland or Owl, 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 leland Owl, Owl, aka yeah. the owl, the owl yeah. has yeah. gone missing and they think he's wrapped up with this uh taskmaster and black ant business because they've noticed you know they've been seeing them kind of popping in and out lately and they know that you know there have been um, some supervillains who've gone missing. And so he says, Hey, you know, go see what's happening. Uh, go see if you can tra- um, track him down and see what's happened to him. Cause you know, I've got a partnership with him and you do this for me. And uh, you know, I'll scratch your back too. You can have, you know, your, your pick of what I have from his personal collection. And, you know, Felicia's like, you know, I've gone straight. Well, she hasn't necessarily gone straight, but she's trying to do better by herself and not get roped back into this lifestyle. And, you know, turn queen pin again but it's too tempting an offer for her to pass up 
So she ends up going with it and regretting it later. But she uh, she manages to track him down, finds him in a warehouse where Taskmaster and Black Ant are collecting all of the animal-themed supervillains and kind of had them in these little pods. As she breaks in there, she notices that um, she find, actually runs into little poor little Billy. He's just in this little cage <laughs> crying his heart out because, God, he's had a night. He's, you know, gotten his friends have screamed in terror at the side of him. He had police shooting at him for just running on the street. Yeah, as Peter mm-hmm. says, just trying to get some lizard tail. Little tail. No. <laughs> but okay. As we're going through this whole thing, it's kind of interposed with her flashbacks going through um, her memory. Right. Uh oh. Oh, we lose <laughs> Ashley. Whoa, where's Ashley? E. As she left the room, he's like, oh. There she is. Oh. And you're cutting out. Box, a jewelry box. That is- Aw. You're cutting out, Ashley. Oh, am I cutting out? There you go. A little bit. Yep. Every, every. It's her laptop, folks. No, I think it's her internet. Oh. Okay. oh how's it going? Okay. Yeah. You, you seem to be back now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Let me make sure Jack's not watching anything. <laughs> Jack's in trouble. So, um. Are you <laughs> JR, she's gonna hit, put the hammer down. Get off your 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 uh, Netflix. I'm trying to stream. Hey, I got okay, no sympathy for him. I gotta live with this every other male in the universe. Um, but it's good now. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know. I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I need to go back? So how much did you emasculate the poor guy? No, just you're, you're just you're just on the part where they're showing flashbacks. You t- said they're and, doing uh, flashbacks, which is um, that's a pretty significant flashback. Yeah. So. Um, she, you know, goes to freshen up and he's like, oh, hey, I, I got something for you. You know, I'll show you when you come back. And she comes out of the restroom and he's got a jewelry box, not just any jewelry box. It is a ring box. She oh. appropriately freaks out, is not very happy with him for bringing this on her like this. And he's like, no, wait, let me explain. It's just a joke. Oof. Wrong move, Peter. Wrong move. Oof. And But what's inside of that box is the spider tracer that we see at the end of issue 16. He says, mm-hmm. you know, um, normally my spider tracers are, you know, designed to go find anything that I want to look for. This one's specifically designed so that it will come right to me. And you can, like, record a message and everything. Now it's just kind of thrown in there. A little throwaway line to understand, like, oh, this is where her message came from. Yeah. And she was... Of course, not very happy with him. And I like that this shows both of their emotional immaturity back then and mm-hmm. on, on, on both sides. So, All right. so but, this- um, back- oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, it's oh, fine. fine. Back to the present. She, uh, you know, she sees Billy there and she's kind of like freaking out. She's like, I'm not really good with kids. This isn't, you know, this isn't anything I ever dreamed of for my life. So, uh, hey, there, little lizard boy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, helps on the way. I'm here to rescue you. There's a whole squad. Of, we got a rescue team. You're going to be fine. And she leaves him. Man, you're Southern. I just came out. Mm-hmm. She's like, That's well, like, she's like, well, I'm not technically lying. You know, I'll, I'll go get help when after I take care of this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll do. And so she goes into the room with the pods and she starts, she sees, uh, you know, what. <laughs> Taskmaster oh, no. and Black Ant have. She, she overhears through her um 
uh, her you know what earpiece or whatever catches picks up some of their transmission they say hey you know we got to get the kid out of here let's move him she's like oh shit i've got to go back for him i can't just you know abandon this kid and as she runs back yes it was a trap that they'd set they say uh Taskmaster wins the bet that she you know even came back for the kid at all yeah. they yeah she, she you know they she takes them on knowing that she's outgunned and outnumbered you know she could you know even one of them would be tough for her she says mm-hmm. and and she gets the spider right as she's running right as she's running out she picks up the spider tracer that you know she still had on her and Right, the whole the flashback is that she has been ruminating all over this stuff ever mm-hmm. since you know Peter did right by her and you know yeah. told her at his identity and everything, and so she's just been mulling over and over and over again all of these memories that are suddenly coming back to her, and that spurred her to actually go and look for the spider tracer and you know keep it on her person nice. just nice. for the memory of it. And as she's also trying to realize she still has feelings for this man. Which is really just not putting her in a good place right now. But as she um, shoots out that message, she gets hit in the back of the head with Taskmaster Shield and knocks her out. Mm -hmm. And so both she and Billy are captured. And they wake up in a room at the Plaza Hotel, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, you know, this isn't really so bad for being captured. You know, it's nice. I can like, you know, go get some room service or something. Make the most of this. But she sees poor little Billy there and she's like, Oh crap. You know, I never wanted kids. This is not, I was never bit by the mama bug. Uh, You know, different kind of bug bit me. Um, (laughs) There was a spider. Yeah. (laughs) I think think you're getting into the next issue though, though, Ashley, because the, the issue ends with the spider tracer going to Spidey. Yeah. Am I? Oh no. Okay. I was just like, Black cat, full speed. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's get a grade, Ashley. What was your grade for this one? What was 16? A plus. A plus. Spencer, right. you do right by my girl. Nice. Uh, let's hear Peter. What's your grade? I believe I gave this an A. Uh, yeah, I gave it an A. JR. I gave it a B. Mike. I give this an A2, actually. An A2. An A <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> a grade. squared. Zach, what mm-hmm. is your grade? My grade? Uh, Walter was asking if I fell asleep. I was reading, um, following along. My grade's an A. This uh, actually, it's an A plus. Uh, this, this was a uh, this was a an issue that um, I was I, I went in going ah oh, it's a black cat issue. Okay, all right. Uh, you know I, I, I like the black <laughs> cat, but I, I don't love the black cat. But hmm. um, sorry, Ashley. But yeah. no, I, I, I can't. Oh, I, I, let me get my grade, and then you'll get your pros in there. Hold on. All right, I give it an A also. Ashley, pros, what's your big pros out of this one? Um, well, first of all, just finally doing her character justice and kind of the retreatment that she's been needing yes. for so long and yes. actually treating her as a human. She's so relatable and like she's this is really Black Cat at her best. This is everything yes. I've ever wanted to see with Felicia. She's, you know, she's strong, you know, she's still the femme fatale, which is kind of like what her character's always been convinced to, but we see her her fears, her regrets, yeah. her her pining, you know, her indecision. She's humanized. Yes, and it's humanized. I love seeing her just her reaction to, you know, this unexpected, you know, she she feels relief and gratitude towards Peter, but then she's also getting mixed up in all her old feelings. And that's just putting through a lot of emotional chaos. 
Yes. And mm-hmm. she's concerned about how, you know, kind of a mess her life has been. You know, she keeps going on about how her luck has really been, you know, kind of turning, you know, on a bad spin lately. And, mm. but she's just trying to make the most of it and just reminds you how strong of a person yeah. she is in her core. That's what I love about Felicia. What do you think of those flashbacks? I thought the, I thought the ring thing was awesome. Ashley, what'd you yes, think? Yes, yes. And I love Something how he would so do, like put a gift mm-hmm. in a ring box for a girl. And I like seeing a more modernized take looking back at their relationship. Cause you know, if you look back at it now, uh, you know, it was written a few decades ago, and so it hasn't mm-hmm. aged as well as it could. And so to mm-hmm. have kind of some fr- a fresh take on it um is much more humanizing for the characters and kind of puts them it, it makes the whole situation more relatable when at first it was all kind of putting a bad spin on Felicia. Yeah. See, the thing is, when I read those flashbacks initially, and this is this is how you know shows how what, what a careful reading I try to do. Um, I initially thought that that was immediately after Peter re-revealed his secret identity. And it's like, wait a minute, you're cheating on MJ. What are you doing, bud? And like, and I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. wait a second. Oh, this is like, spec. oh wait a second. This, this is this. This is going way back. Yeah. yeah. That's what I finally realized. And I realized because, I mean, mainly because the way the art looked, because the way they showed the flashback stuff, it was kind of the same tone as when they showed what happened, how, how she relearned his, relearned his identity. But then thinking about it more, it's like, well, mentally, she would have that kind of confusion because she's just relearning all the stuff yeah. based on the way the based but, on the way the mind wipe kind of works, because all of a sudden you're having all these memories are coming back to you and you're realizing and all the and feelings kind of show- along with it. Exactly. One of the things I think is what they tried to show that it was in the 80s, which is one of my favorite things that I've missed with Spider-Man is that skylight bathroom. Yeah. It came right mm-hmm. through the yeah. bathroom. Right. That's, that's straight up mm-hmm. 80s. And I love yeah, this Chelsea apartment. Yeah, yeah I mean, Chelsea uh-huh. apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her characterization. Yeah. And I love yeah. that, you know, Felicia, when she got all these memories back, she's trying to find a way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, it, it, it just nails it for him. Like, okay, I got everything back that was stolen for me. It's back. I'm gratitude for it. Now I'm going to find a way to deal with it. And it's just really hard for her. you. It's, a, it's, a, it, it's a perfect. I'm sorry, Ashley. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. It shows what's really important to her. Cause when mm-hmm. Slot had mm-hmm. her, when she was going back, trying to reclaim everything, it was a bunch of stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, that's part of Felicia's stick, but it's not her character. It's so, neat uh, to see that a thief had something stolen from her, which mm-hmm. is perfect. It's perfect. That's Yo, great. Well, yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. This is the, this is the best black cat story since this guy. Yeah, with the with the uh, the, yeah. the baby daddy storyline. It's a yeah. great opportunity too that they're tying. They're kind of tying in the uh, you know she's getting this great storytelling done with the video game, and they're like, hey, yeah. let's put some you know, great development mm-hmm. on her in the comics. To, to but add also- on that, Ashley, to add on that at C two E two at the hunted panel, mm-hmm. Black Cat won. <gasps> oh yeah. No she beat Stegron. What do you think of that, Ashley? <laughs> well, of course she did. Because oh Stegron God. sucks. Anyway, hey. well, I, uh, At least- I was going to also mention, this is the best Black Cat issue since the Roberto Aguirre Sacasa mm-hmm. uh, back in black issue that yep. came out. Um, and both of those were exploring her feelings towards Peter. And I, I, the one negative I could say about it is that if you read that issue and then you read this issue back to back, um, there was an acceptance that she still loves Peter, but mm-hmm. she knows she'll never have Peter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping we're not going to do the, the love triangle 
Crap. Wow. No, we've, we've, we've done that. We've done that. <laughs> to yourself. I think uh, I saw in the news. I think I saw some. Uh, so, no, I but, think it was the T2E2 that Black Cat, MJ, and Peter are going to have like a love triangle thing going on. In the see, to me, to me, well, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather be that love but respect. Um. That well, but I do, see. but I, but. The, but in the context of this, it kind of makes sense because she remember she is getting all these old memories back. No, it and so makes it's like, yeah. No, it makes yeah. sense. I just don't. I just not. I'm sorry. We've Ashley, been there. I don't like it. Yeah, we've been there. We've done mm. that. It's. But I, I, I guess you could say that with MJ too. It would be nice mm. to see come out of this that kind of you know cautious respect that she and MJ had for one another. Yeah, I'd that's like what I would like. Because they're both too. people. Mm. Peter's very dear to them, and I'd like to see them both be able to reconnect with kind mm-hmm. of a more. Um, you know, a less, pardon the pun, catty mindset, where it's yeah. like, mm. oh, you're after my boyfriend. Oh, you're with my boyfriend. I'm <laughs> well, like, come on, we're past yeah, that. I, I remember yeah. the Mark Millar uh, tension that uh, was yeah. drawn by Frank Cho, mm. and that was appropriate considering. But, um, no, I, I I agree with you, Ashley. I, I want to see the mutual respect because mm-hmm. because the, it's, it's the two worlds of Peter. You know, yeah. um, uh, Peter needs MJ. Yeah. And in some ways, Spider-Man mm-hmm. needs Black Cat. Yeah. 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 What I, I would like that. to see is we've kind of had it set up where, you know, MJ is much more of a a partner and she's kind of like his support for him going out there. We don't have the, oh, this is so hard for me. How can you still do this? You know, this is so stressful. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can do this. We have her, but she still she supports him, but she's still worried if she and Felicia can kind of coordinate and NJ kind of gives her 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 blessing in a sense that, you know what, you keep an eye on him. I think mm-hmm. that would be a great development in their relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pro out of me that I thought was a clear shot at JR in the issue, which I thought was really funny. If you look at this ad in it, it says Marvel team up issue number one, <laughs> the classic series returned <laughs> in April. JR, did you see the word the classic series returns? I don't. I, first of all, I don't buy the comics, so no, I didn't see it. Uh, but I don't. I know. I don't know. I guess you know what was you just get sent the digital downloads, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with your eye, there, Zach. <laughs> anyway, the cl- are you happy the classic series is coming back, Jr. Classic suck at Jr. Uh, well, uh, to to be absolutely honest, it is it is more classic than than some. To be honest, yeah, I mean, uh, Marvel team up gave us a lot of good memories. To be honest, I would agree. Uh, it, it's I mean, it, it was what it was, you know, and it's yeah. it's really fun. It's fun to make fun of. To I, be honest. I mean, I there, there are things, there are things that, um, are, are just, you know, uh, without digressing too much, I mean, there are some things you read that are just so bad that, know. you know, you, we, you know, I mean, I've gone through some things from spider history and say, I can't do anything with this, you know, it's yeah. just so bad, but Marvel team, up always has something to do. Right. Something, something there to aren't do. many cons, uh, but if you have some, let's share them now before we move on to another issue. A couple more pros. Yeah. Hit, feel free. More. Okay. Um, the structure was really cool with yeah. the revelation, uh, the, the timing of it, of, you know, the spider tracer, that big reveal timing or lining up with when she actually uses it. So that was really well done. Nice. Um, I agree. Felicia's 
method of coping with all of her uh, difficult difficult emotions is just pure aggression like when she's going and beating up on hammerhead's goon she's like i just need i I just have some things i need to work through i'm like yes i love it um and then i love how she has her own customized text boxes the black with the white border i'm like it just it it, it ties the whole thing together i didn't even Mm -hmm. notice her text boxes wow yeah cat ears with little eyes on it or something cat ear text boxes Oh, and she's back oh. in the classic suit. No more cat eye shoulders. Thank mm-hmm. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah her, no I, I wouldn't even buy that Marvel Legend because it was so bad. Or you know, it, 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 it's nice to just have one of our favorite characters back written mm-hmm. correctly. I'm like, I, I have missed a, a good, well-written Felicia. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, text a girl's text boxes are one of the first things I look at when I <laughs> get out of those girl. DMs. Get out of those DMs, Jr. Oh God, oh my! Get a divorce. A cons? Do we have any before we move on? Because there was high grades. No, not really. Actually, right. I think it was surprisingly. Well, I, pretty I, good. I have a minor con. Okay, I, go ahead, Greg. Greg Land. Oh, that cover. Yeah. I don't mind that cover. No, I, I like, I, dude, this cover is better than this cover. Yeah, you shouldn't have it. Yeah, 16 huh is better than 18. Ooh. I tell you. But my problem with, my problem with Greg Land is a problem with Greg Land in general is that his, mind Greg his Land. faces, his faces are, are, are photo, basically photocopied. And it's always of porn actresses. And I just don't want to see wow. their porn actresses. What? Wow. Yes. They are actually. They are. Uh, it's actually well documented that they this are. This is well documented, from- Douglas. And yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to see. I don't want to see black cats. O face. <laughs> All right. That, where's your con? Let's go to who's got seventeen. That would be me. <laughs> hit, hit me. Hit me, Mike. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, well, from that reef, uh, Mike. <laughs> all right well um first of all the issue is written by nick spencer and illustrated by humberto ramos and as we open the issue we find that uh craven the hunter is uh inside his uh mansion and he's stripped down to the buff and he's stalking his animals Ow. around and he's stalking his <gasps> animals around inside his mansion and and meanwhile the people and meanwhile outside there his, his flunkies are digging a, digging a grave for unknown purposes oh oh wait a minute hold on we've um, gone to the dark side I've read. I've been reading the Ron notes. It turns out, no, he's not actually doing that. Instead, Craven is. While he is in the buff, he's and is going around his mansion. All the animals he finds are stuffed, and he's kind of complaining about how he feels kind of inept. Real quick, what's or, up no, with Craven's tats? What's that? What is that? That's something new. Yeah, that little kind of like leopard. Craven got leopard the leopard thing. tats. Got, yeah, what? they kind of like because all of his kids got tats, Brad. So he's got a. Okay. Well, I mean, when you have a midlife crisis, sometimes people get tattoos, you know, to kind of okay. get a new yeah. look. Yeah. Yep. Craven. Has so, a, what do they call those uh, sleeves? That's Craven's sleeve. Yeah. But yeah, he's kind of he's kind of feeling bummed because he feels like, but he's kind of feeling, you know, I should be dead, and you know, oh, and he's go taking, he's going hitting the bottle now, and he goes back to his old uh, the grave where he basically blew his head off and fell into when during Craven's last hunt. And he's just, and of course he's, he's just kind of feeling like, you know, but there's still, I got one more hunt left. And meanwhile, we go back to uh, Spider-Man. He's swinging around in the rain soaked city after he's just came from the funeral of a, um, of a gangster um, named, um, named uh, like Joe, Joe face. And, um, Oh wait, sorry. I'm, um, reading the wrong notes again um in actuality 
in actuality, he's, he is swinging around the city, um, but he's not wearing his black costume. He's wearing his uh, red and white, you know, red, red, red and blue costume. And he seems to be missing a leg as he's swinging, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those panels, he's missing a leg, isn't he? <laughs> it's, oh it's, missing a leg and, it's the opposite leg, so we know they're still attached. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Poor Ramos. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, he's kind of feeling a little bit sick because we said, you know, again, and he's starting to feel something, I guess. He hasn't felt this bad since Ned Leeds died. No, 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 wait. No, seriously. That's not, I'm not reading the wrong notes. That is how he's actually feeling, folks. Um, but he did get a message from Felicia um, from a, although he can't quite understand it, something about how she found uh, the lizard's son. Um, you mean at the end of the getting, message, she didn't say bye, Felicia? God almighty. Oh no, she didn't say bye, Felicia. No, but no. But no, but it was. But the message was really unclear, even though okay. it specifically said, "Hey, I found Billy Connors, and these guys capture me, and all this stuff." He says, "He says it was very garbled." But he's tracing the. He's he's following the tracer back, and he goes to some like weird abandoned. Real quick, you know, when did Black Cat get freckles? That wh- why'd she steal Aww. Mary Jane's freckles? He's been out in the Good sun. Good question. But- I've never yeah. seen Black Cat with freckles. I haven't either. Apparently, okay. that's how Ramos draws him in. Speaking of black, she just she put her makeup on. Usually she just covers them with makeup. She forgot her makeup. One page yeah. later. Exactly. Yeah. Fe- oh, I know. Felicia flashback yeah. freckles. Yeah. You say that. The flashback, fre- flashback yeah. Felicia, Felicia freckles. Felicia. Everybody. What? Actually, what? say it. Flashback Felicia freckles. freckles. There you go. <laughs> we will never get through yeah. this review. Speaking of flashback Felicia freckles, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, we, we cue into where uh, Felicia is with uh, Billy and I guess as Ashley is saying in her uh, recap of, uh, of huh. Whoops. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she's she's in this she's in this posh she's in this posh little hotel, and she's thinking everything's kind of cool. But Billy's kind of still sobbing, and Billy's like, "Oh, I want my mom," and he and he's you know leans up against her, and apparently he's getting nice little cuddle action there. Kind of probably a little flashback when he was a baby, considering where his chest is. And she's like, wow. there, the, there, the tail Billy. goes up in each panel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, there, Billy. There. <laughs> Calm down there, Billy. Oh, look, there's it's the okay. center tail. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> this and we wonder why it took us so long to get a chick again. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, no Craven. Jokes, no one. Yeah, no, no what? Yeah. No catfish no. jokes. No one. Oh, no, no catfish. No, no, no not Well, this I mean, time. I mean, you know, Neve will show up with the Kramer crew from MTV. Mm-hmm. Nobody laughs at that joke. You know, Mike. And Mike is of- Mike is plowing through like a snowstorm. <laughs> get get through it, man. You're doing great. And speaking of Craven, um, he shows up in his little posh tux. And he's like, "Good evening, Miss Hardy." You know, I can't you do the accent. Uh, I suck at Craven's accents. I'm not giving a good father. That was Dracula. That one, Craven. <laughs> I was kind of going a little Sean Connery there. Uh, well, I mean, if you're gonna go Connery, go full Connery. <laughs> there you go. Um, but uh, no, Craven's He's basically asking him if they are comfortable, and 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 Felicia's like, you know, what's you know, you know, what is going on and things. He says, "Well, well," he says, "I want you to, you guys be." You gotta be nice and relaxed because you know I expect Spider Man to be uh, coming for you, folk, folk, for you to uh, any moment now. And he's and she's like, and Felicia right takes takes offense to this because she doesn't like because you know after all this is a 21st century where women have you know 
you know, wheeling can't be used as, you know, bait for, you know, these great white hunters to attract these uh, things. I mean, she's like kind of feels rightfully insulted. He says, yes. And he's like, and she's like thinking, you know, like, oh, you get this is not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be used as a trap for him. He says, and he's, and she's like, well, no, you misunderstand. I'm not going to be the one that's hunting him. And we go to, um, I believe that's when, um, yeah, I believe that's, yeah, I believe that's when Spider-Man goes, finds the, um, goes into the warehouse thing. And they all of a sudden we get this green mist that swirls around the area, which is probably not, which seems oddly reminiscent of some other villain picking like up there. Batman 89? Well, no, I was thinking a guy with a fish Mysterio. with a fishbowl for a head. Oh, for Mysterio. Helmet, okay. Yeah. I was yeah, going but, Jack I mean, Nicholson getting the city all green, but go ahead. Yeah, well, but this is Spider Man parted. <laughs> yeah, they're true. But um but who should we see that shows up in this thing is uh young Craven. Craven eighty seven. Craven eighty seven. Oh wait a minute. Crazy. Wait a minute. What year did Craven the Hunt come out? Eighty seven? Yep. Oh! You got it. Oh! <laughs> Mind blown folks. Accident. That whoa, yeah. that's cool. Okay, so Craven eighty seven is basically just oh, you know he's like oh nice yes oh he says oh you're feeling more weak there Spider Man oh he says you know and um, are you trying to do Bane I mean you'll we'll see why in a minute you'll see why in a minute darkness oh yeah that's right because he does say that at one point he says yeah. And um, uh, you should but, just um, cue me up, and I'll just do your all your all your voices. Yeah, might as well. You're my you're my clone. You should, you, you uh, no, you're my clone. Let's get it right. That's true. Okay, I'm the OG, true. sir. That's, okay, that's true. So anyway, speaking of clones, Craven eighty seven is basically kind of you know pretty much kicking Spidey's butt here because he's both younger and faster and stronger. And, and Spider Man's like Spider Man's sick and got the, the uh, stomach green flu and. A little, he's he, he's hearing the drungle drums again. Oh no, he's getting jungle drums. No, he's hearing those jungle drums again, and you know it's dooms. Yeah, and so he's got. And suffice to say, he just getting his. He just gets his um, you know, and also while this is happening, and um, and I'm sorry to say this um, you know, shy town, but. Don't say it. Though. He's getting little just, images. Just go right past it. Just go right past it. He's, there's a, red, he's getting, there's a redhead he's, with he's, blood. There's a, yes. He's getting images of Mary Jane and seeing something and blood splatters and glass shattering and Spider-Man's like, what, what? What is this? Is this? And and, and Craven's like, Craven eighty seven is like, ooh, I've heard that there's some hallucinations. This there is, or maybe it's premonitions. Ooh, and so it's like. Is Spider-Man getting premonitions of Mary Jane getting killed or being hurt? He's like, or maybe they're just going to have a good time after all the hundreds. Yeah, well, oh, what? Mm, I don't want to know. I, I don't know about the broken glass, dude. That's like that's a little, that's extra kinky. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but any but anywho, this is enough to basically bewilder Spider-Man, um, pretty much. Well. Yeah, and he gets <laughs> yeah, and he gets. Basically, he gets down for the count and he loses consciousness, and we get an entire black page because hey, we got. We, so, I had yeah, to check my know, browser when I saw that. I'm like, is yeah, this I had to. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I just did that again because I was like, I have Comicsology, and I'm like, uh, what? Right. <laughs> now, did the page not while, load? 
got now, them. While this, now, while this fight is all going on, we have Arcade basically making faces at all the um, all his little, like all those all the super villains that they've captured, like Manbull and stuff. And Craven walks in and he's like, "Oh, is all the preparations ready?" He's like, "Oh yeah, 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 everything is is all good." And he's like, "So, but again, he's kind of." again, kind of questioning Craven, like what's the deal is about this. And he says, well, don't worry. He's like, you know, I'm not going to be the one hunting these again. And because now he's not going to be the one hunting these things because, and then, because then what it turns out is that he's basically, they decide that basically annex annex off uh, central park mm-hmm. over the, like the big dome. So we're, so aside from this being the, the most dangerous grain, we're also getting an under the dome um, reference here. Yeah, essentially. Stephen, Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen Kane thing, um, and so he's put all the all the villains in there, um, and Spider Man gets uh, carried in there. Um, some great silent panels, up, by the way, from this, um, and Spider Man is put into his black costume because again, this is a sequel to Craven's Last Hunt, folks. So we yeah. got to have, and also we got to show that stuff is getting serious here. And Spider Man is kind of a little bit weird. We get out that a, this grown 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 man basically undressed him and put him in new clothes and. <laughs> And wow. <laughs> uh, wow! And I'm glad um, the play- page was black. I could I didn't want to see that. Uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but, any, but anyway, as Douglas. but anyway, as Spider Man wakes up, he gets accosted by the Scorpion, who basically says, "Oh, so this is all your fault. This is all your. We're there. We're the reason why we're here." And then Spider Man looks around and he sees all these other villains like the Vulture, the Rhino. The White Rabbit, uh, Toad. Um, I think there was somebody. I think maybe the Walrus is there, and Cuckoo Cachoo, um, man. Yeah, the, yeah, Stegron, um, the Wasp, Suck it to uh, Stegron. Pandamania is there. I think Who's some maybe Pandamania. That was some slot creation. He figured, hey, it's a, it's the hey, we got to have is... somebody dressed in a panda suit. Oh, good <laughs> wasn't that right around when the World of Warcraft expansion came out with the panda characters? Something like oh, that. Oh yeah, there's yeah. the panda. I imagine yeah. there's the You got the serpent society. Is that the armadillo. There. Armadillo's there. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. you got pretty much pretty Ow. much we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here with the hey. iguana. Uh, armadillo and kangaroo. Was, oh, what, what's um, the uh, don't be toad, armadillo. Toad. Armadillo was this was the star of one of my favorite uh cane Scarlet Spider issues, uh, mm. a good old fashioned rodeo where they when they went to the Houston rodeo, which is the large, largest right. rodeo in North America, and the armadillo was a star. Oh, he was hilarious. It was great. Mm. Okay. Just on the armadillo. Okay. All right. So, but yeah, but, but they're all kind of gay. They're all proceeding to gay. They're all proceeding like some of them are thinking. Well, why we wait? Wait, should we really be attacking Spider Man? And some of them are thinking, well, who cares? It's Spider Man. He right. this is you know weird thing. And Spider Man's like, you. Idiots! This is no wonder most of you guys are D-list. <laughs> this is all Craven the Hunter's. This is all Craven the Hunter's scheme. He's going to try. If he, if you think if I'm here, that means he's going to potentially hunt all of us. Yeah. And as right on cue, in comes a bunch of Iron Man robot guys that look like that got handlebar mustaches who look like they're you know <laughs> we're yeah. carrying bows and arrows and rifles and they're all and swing around like monkeys and they're all coming in um to basically just start mowing them down and that's right. where the comic ends and great um, sir i'm giving this a b i mean b okay yeah, yeah. Uh, uh ashley this is a good b plus for me 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, I gave it an A minus. JR. I gave it a C. C. Uh, Zach. Giving it an A because they brought in <laughs> Carolyn Trainer. Because you forgot her, <laughs> Mike. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Oh, no, that was a squid, wasn't it? <laughs> no, right <laughs> next to that? Peter's leg when, when Peter and Scorpion are fighting. All right. How dare oh, you? Okay. Biggest proposed <laughs> out of the issue, Mike. What did you like? Okay. I did like um I did like kind of like the I the kind of the again the characterization of Craven in this. And I also did like the uh build up here between I, I did the thing is the fight actually between Spider-Man and uh, a Craven 87. Um, seriously, because most time when you're trying to introduce like a new character, like, Oh, this, you know, the, you know, it's the way Spencer did this. It kind of fit with the whole theme here, because here you've got before you had Spider-Man, because if you think about it, Spider-Man never really has fought Craven in his prime. He's always kind of fought. And it's, it's always kind of, it's always been kind of like Spider-Man is a younger guy fighting this, like the seasoned veteran. And now he's fighting someone who is kind of on his, almost his level. And also kind of like in and also kind of shows a little bit it's it shows plays the psychological warfare and offense and as much as it probably did upset myself and Shy Town about the whole Mary Jane premonition stuff, it does make you kind of it suddenly kind of ratchets up the tension in the story because now it's not just that Spider Man has to save Black Cat and Billy, he's gotta escape in order to save Mary Jane too. And that's his number and one like, priority again too. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's exactly. And oh. so now I really yeah, yeah, I really liked how he kind of uh, Spencer's kind of ratcheting up the suspense level of that, and so it's like that was you know, so it was really good. Hornetsek said, "I forgot to give my grade. I would give it a B plus, A minus. Mm-hmm. I'm more towards the B plus. I liked a lot of it. I'm 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 all into the story. I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. But Ramos's art wasn't up to task this time. His Spider Man mm-hmm. looked really rushed. At one point, mm-hmm. he looked like like a wave." Like it just his oh art, yeah he's his, got like a flag yeah and, and I don't and I don't think the the black suit is really looking that great no like, no th- th- this no. should this should look when you bring in the classic black suit I want it to look like Mike Zek Mike Zek's black mm-hmm. suit and it, yeah it's not doing that for me so I, I B plus I'm more inclined to now so that's mm-hmm. my grade mm-hmm. uh, yeah any other more like this no those eyes are too big. Something Matt brought up about the black yep. suit is uh, yep. why he's dressed in it now is because that's what he was wearing when he defeated yep. Craven last. Yep. And so mm-hmm. now Craven wants to, it's not good enough for him to beat Spider-Man. He has to beat him the way he was when he was defeated. Right. Well, he was in the black suit with the last hunt. He was in the black suit in the grim hunt. Mm-hmm. So it makes yep. sense that hunted, he'd be in the black suit. So, right. In other words, for Craven, the, the black suited Spider-Man is who he kind of sees Spider-Man as like, that is your pure yeah. essence. That's self. The, that's the one that beat me yeah. the best. And it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. that it just like, it wouldn't be good enough for him if it was fighting the classic. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Other pros. What did you guys like? Mm, let's, let's see. Uh, the, um, honestly, the artwork outside of the black suit, I thought this was probably uh, one of Ramos's strongest issues of Spider-Man. Really? Um, Man, I disagree uh, strongly with that. Uh, however, the, however, the cover is one of Ramos's best. I love yeah, that cover. Yeah, that cover is great. Uh, and, cover did you know Stan great. Lee is up on the, on the top out of the panel? 
If you see the original oh, really? art, he put Stanley because Stanley's head up there. Yeah, because when the he was they, drawing they this cover, Stanley died, and he was like, "I want to honor the guy, so I want to put his head on the wall." Weird way to do that. Yeah. Now there is a couple of panels that 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 were pretty rough with Ramos, but you look at what you look at the. I mean, look at this. Uh, I'll pull it up. The the black cat right here. Yeah. That's his mm-hmm. best black cat uh, image he's ever drawn. Mm-hmm. But what about actually the looks like a Felicia back there? Two yeah. panels back. Y- you know what? I, but but you know, I, I just I think that his I, he he's grown. He, think about where he was when we were, he was drawing oh, no, spectacular. No doubt, no doubt. He's uh, much better. Much he's better. so much better. And I think I think again. Uh, I mean, when when Craven walks in, that's a great that's a great panel. That's yes. a great page. The fir- it seems like the front half of the art is is like night and day from the back half. Once he's in the black suit, it's a totally different artist. No, I, I I think again, I said outside of the black suit because I think that's yeah. he, he he cannot draw the black suit. I, I think we've established mm. that he he doesn't do well with the black suit. Um, and I think it's because he's so used to drawing the bigger the eyes, red. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that it doesn't look right whenever, like, like I mean, this <laughs> look, this panel is not a good panel, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the black yeah. suit, and it, it's it's you trying know, to show a shocked emotion with the black suit, which just doesn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah. He looks like he mm-hmm. just chewed on something, uh, like he just found mm-hmm. a rock in his suit. An- another thing yeah. I noticed on this cover. Because it fit with the animal theme. If you look right next to Felicia on the wall of Craven, I thought that was Wolverine. That's an animal. No. And, and But it's the owl, isn't it? But it looks yeah. just mm-hmm. like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I'm wondering why they can't get a consistent look for Arcade. I mean, he looks like mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg. In he this does movie. actually. You know, not I mean, it. is this, is this like deliberate? You know, I mean, he. Yeah, but it just you know we talked mm-hmm. about how Arcade looked in in one of the previous issues where his look yeah. literally changed from panel to panel. Mm-hmm. You know, so so what does this guy look like? Yeah. Right. Jared, but what's I'll, the pros out of you, by the way? What what, what are you one liking? Last, one last pro. Um, yeah. I I think that he did a great job at doing the homage. In the opening scenes, mm, yeah, I will give. Him that. I, I do yeah. like his his different look to homages. I will give you that. Yeah. Jr. Well, so here's what you like about the book. I'll pass. I'll pass. I don't have anything to say. Nothing. Okay. I don't have anything to say. No. Okay. What'd you hate about the book? <laughs> I, like I said, I'm not jazzed by the story. I'm just not yeah. jazzed. By I'm the all story. in. I'm going to be jazzed. Mm. I'm all in. Uh, mm-hmm. Other pros for moved cons. I'm just super excited with this story. I'm me too. Really on board. I'm into. I love this. Is this, happening. this I like the setup. Mm-hmm. I like how. I mean, this is just something in general I've noticed with Spencer is that, and, and I think it's a good criticism, um, like a solid criticism of Spencer versus Slot. Slot was a very story-driven writer, where it was really, you know, there's not, there's nothing bad with being a story-driven writer and um, preferring that method, but I just don't think it's a good fit for comics, which are you know, the character's the brand. Um, so when you have Spencer, who's clearly a ver- his, everything he's done so far has been very character driven. It's all about, you know, the, the story and yeah. the unfolding of the, you know, the events is driven by what's motivating the characters. What are the concept, you know, what, what do they do based on those motivations and what are the consequences of their actions? It is, so this, is, just, this is the, pl- this is not the plot driving the characters. No, which is as it should be, which is as it should yeah. be. It's, yeah. It should be. Yeah. It was one of our biggest criticisms with slot. And it's, it, it's, it's nice to see that we're getting the total polar opposite mm-hmm. um, with, with Spencer. Yeah. It's like, okay. there is a time and a place for story driven writing, but when, 
the character is such a big part of it, it just doesn't work. You're not getting the mm-hmm. full experience. And Spencer mm-hmm. is able to take full advantage of that and show us so many different faucets of these characters. Like, I hadn't really seen much of Craven, um, you know, because, you know, he was killed off before I picked up the books. But I feel like I see so many different sides of him. And mm-hmm. I feel really caught up with a lot of the things that have happened without feeling like I'm being bombarded with, Hey readers, go check out, you know, look to this issue. I kind Mm. of appreciate that. They're just able to tell me and show me the story Mm -hmm. without just throwing it, you know, leaving it to an editor's. And the characters just feel like their default versions. Mm -hmm. Like that feel that reads like Felicia that reads like Mary Jane. That feels like Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. They're not just, you know, flat kind of caricatures yeah. of themselves with a few, you know, traits thrown in there to so you can tell who's who. They're flesh and blood. They're living, breathing characters. They're brought to mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Uh cons, you want let Mike, let's take take on the cons. Okay. This is gonna sound pretty strange, con actually. Um but um one of the reasons why I was kind I mean, I was kind of semi-joking in the recap about how much reading parts of uh, the actual Craven's Rest Hunt. Well, that's because I think even though you can argue that, yeah, a lot of the artwork and also is very much homage to Craven's yeah. Rest Hunt. It's, it's one of his favorite it stories. It also leans way – it all yeah, and it's a good story. I like it. But it leans way too heavily on it. I mean, I'm not just talking about the look of the thing. I'm talking about the themes. I'm talking about the fact that it's kind of a, you, again, you've got Craven in a midlife crisis thing, and you got the rain, constant rain coming down. You got Spider Man's sick and thinking of Ned Leeds, and you got this whole thing about, you know, the, you know, the drum things and stuff. I mean, tonally, it just seems way too similar to, to that story. And I get it. Craven's Land Hunt is a seminal work. But it's it Craven's just feels like, biggest, most well-known story, and it's almost impossible not to reference it. I know that, but I mean, yeah. again, there's a way of referencing it without feeling like you're kind of aping, aping or copying it too much. And I kind of feel like felt like in the beginning, Spencer was kind of got aping a little it. bit too much in the copying part, a little yeah. bit. It just felt like it was too much. He was leaning too heavily on the on it a little bit, and I kind of wanted a little bit trying to get some a little bit of originality more which fortunately towards the end it kind of starts going into there a little bit with the with bringing biting all the villains in there and everything and having this big thing but i think it's just yeah again again i get it the fact that you're again i get that craven's last hunt is a great story uh but there are ways of basically honoring it without kind of again aping it or or leaning too heavily on it i thought which is you know other cons what did you guys have i said art earlier the black suit didn't look that great yeah, Anybody I mean the, also the the missing limbs on yeah. occasion. <laughs> Which, Zach, you got Mary some Jane's cons out of the book. Um, sorry, I had to. We know. <laughs> What's that? I, I know what you did. It's okay. You you pulled a Ron friends. <laughs> Said I didn't do it. Oh, know, what the I telephone didn't, I didn't in bring your hand? Camera yeah. into the bathroom the way he brought the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, look. Um. The black costume did not look good in this issue. No, uh, it's not. Uh, again, with Ramos, I think it, it, to me it's the eyes. I'd rather, and I know you're like Mike Zach and thin eyes. I like the black costume looking like this. I I just do. I don't. I like Bagley type McFarlane eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. I, too. And, and so I I think that. Ramos's strong suit is the regular costume. Yeah. Um, 
I'm hoping that next issue will be better. Bless you, Miss Ashley. Ignore me. I'm okay. Okay. Um, and, and so, like I say, I think, uh, honestly, I, I think the writing was really, really good. So mm-hmm. uh, these are minor, minor nitpicks on the cons. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I gave it an A. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. We're ready to move on. Uh, yes. All right, Zach, sure. you've got number eight, 19. Take me through that one. Uh, as soon as my app, <coughs> comicsology will load. Hang on. I said I was ready, and then I wasn't. <laughs> and this horrible. podcast is brought to you by Comicology. <laughs> Comicology. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, this one came out this week, so this you is brand it. freaking mm-hmm. new. Um, yep. back, guys. All right, and I don't okay. know why. I've got it right here. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you guys are so quiet on my end. Mm-hmm. I can barely hear you. Anyway, um. All right, Hunted, issue number 18, Hunted Part 2. Nick Spencer is the writer. Humberto Ramos is the penciler. Victor Olizabara, uh, I can't even say it. Uh, anyway, uh, Edgar Delgado and uh, Eric, I can't say his last name either, are the color artist, and uh, Joe Car- Caramaga is uh, the letterer. Uh, the art... Um, Variant covers were done by... Uh, oh, no, we don't need variant covers. Right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we open with... The, we, we open... This first page is... Oh, so we start with a spider web. Then we have a centipede going on the Ooh. spider web. And then the spider captures the centipede. And then we cut mm-hmm. to the big giant splash page. And I want to list off all the Z-list villains that you're going to see. Oh, first, man. start with the woman with the white hair on the right. Who is that? Oh, that's uh, one of the. Um, I think that's one of the Salem Seven. Who from like it's a Doctor Strange um, thing oh, like okay. that. Isn't yeah, she like part that. of the Serpent Society? Yeah, no, no. There's one. There's one that's part of the Serpent Society, and there's another one that's Gazelle, who's actually a member of the like. Um, I I guess it was some kind of thing where it's some kind of you know R- real, whole real group quick, of magic base. Gal like, Tarantula, go ahead. We got oh, I forgot tarantula. Oh, I'll do it. Tarantula. I, I see here. leapfrog right in that leapfrog. Yes, that's frogman. Leapfrog is it frogman or leapfrog? I, I think it's frogman. One of the two. Frogman. frogman. You got okay. reptile, rhino, killer shriek, puma, white rabbit, uh, armadillo. Uh, who's that blonde haired with the X's on her mask? Oh, that was um, that's one of the members of the Serpent Society, or I think. Okay. And it looks like you've got Vulture's uh, feet up by the black suited Spidey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen this guy in a while. Who? Oh yeah, Puma. 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 Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. Fireheart. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, Thomas Fireheart. I mean, I mean, Ooh, all- look who's kicking ass on the next page. <laughs> look yeah. Kicking ass on the next yep. page. Mom all right, all right. Hey, I'm doing the recap, Douglas. Let well, me you get stepped up. I'm taking over. Damn it! No, I'm just kidding. All right. So then we have we have the Craven bots. What? Uh, what? Where? All we behind the cra- them, chasing oh, okay. them. Okay. And, and we have Stegron's the very page. next panel before I get to stupid Stegron. Stegron. Okay. Do all right. Stegron. Then he's like, Stegron. "Why do you cowards run? I fight the horde. I will show them Stegron. Stegron's fight." All right, what in the holy hell. And then you know uh, the 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 uh, Madam Beetle. 
Yeah. And she's like, good for you, Jurassic Park. I'm getting the hell that out of here. That was great. That was, was pretty line, funny. I'll way. give you that one. That uh, was okay. a great line. Uh, good for you, Jurassic Park. That's funny. <laughs> she hits the dome funny. of shame. Um, <laughs> the dome <laughs> of shame? Yeah. yeah, she made fun of Stegron and then got zapped. Oh, this is what she gets. This is what you have. You get the tail this or you get what the you dome. Get make fun of. <laughs> so they're like, oh, my God, some sort of force field. And, you know, the Craven bots are, you know. We then get the brief recap of Spidey getting his ass beat by uh, Craven 87. Yep. We then cut to the uh, Plaza Hotel uh, where the Arcade is, you know. Jesse Eisenberging it. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, he would, that would not be bad casting. No, no it not. would not. You know, I, I could see. I could actually see him play. I, in fact, well, that's because fact, he, he played. He, he played he, arcade. He, he, played, he played arcade in Batman for. He was right. for arcade. I, I just now. I just now like like that. All, it makes so much sense if you yeah. treat him like it's it's not Lex Luthor and it's actually arcade instead of Lex Luthor. It works. It does work. It does work. Jr. You casting genius. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 then he you know it gives it gives a a. <laughs> Jordy, uh, Jordy LaForge. <laughs> Jordy LaForge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh they're like, all right, just do what comes naturally. And so this, and so uh, then this guy is like, you know, he's going to go after the deadly iguana. Yeah. Woo-hoo, yeah. That, <laughs> how many iguana fans do we have in the room? Because you're about to get your hopes and dreams dashed. Man, anyway. Yes, very much so. <laughs> so apparently because he didn't get late enough in high school, he decides to kill the iguana. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Actually, that's true. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like it's like he didn't get laid enough, and like they made fun of me. I'm gonna, gonna kill this ch- iguana. Gonna oh. ch- choke the iguana, which sounds yeah. dirty. Oh man! No, he <laughs> beats it with a He beats the iguana. You teach kids. I the little tail. So sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you dirty, <laughs> dirty old man? Yeah. Anyway, I killed it. You sure did, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, so who wants? Who wants to go next? And everybody starts bringing out the credit card because people are bloodthirsty animals. No Put it on your Marvel credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apply today and get your Marvel Mastercard. Uh, you too can. <laughs> You can beat your iguana with a credit. Three percent cash back on your on your murder. I'm so sorry. So we then we can. Why are you doing it? I know. I'm so sorry. That's so uh, funny though. Okay. So anyway, Black Cat and and idiot idiot Billy Connors decides oh. to uh, they get they get blocked and locked <laughs> in a cell. We get a brief we get a brief montage of Mary Jane being in uh, danger and being a go go girl. And the then all of a sudden we then cut to the rain. You know, because mm-hmm. this is a direct sequel to Craven's Last Hunt, so it was the yeah. same same thunderstorm. Yeah. Uh, Mary Where Jane is very. It's been circling the earth since '87. The same. It's going to rain. It's going to be a thunderstorm. That's what we're going to do. We're going to. Uh, we can't. We can't do the hunt yet. No, oh no, gosh. we cannot do the hunt until there is a thunderstorm outside. Did Steven start directing? Yeah. 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 No, that was, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you got it, yeah. So Mary Jane's like, you know, dan- instead of instead of you know doing what she used to do when she was young, the Freddy Krueger. No, Those she she well, by the window. Basically, no, no, no. Is what she well, used to do. What I'm <laughs> saying dancing. is, she used to she used to go dancing. You know, she used to get her go go. You know, get her go go dress on and go go dancing. Even in the '90s when she was so young. 
Remember that Jr. when they they were all pushing Very, hair, yeah. they were too too young to get married to yeah, yeah. And yeah. And she then, apparently also had armpit hair and longer legs back then too. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ostrich. I mean, she got. She, she looks she, like she an has, ostrich. She has spaghetti arms and legs. That, that she looks like that's an ostrich. Good Ramos, Mary Jane, right, Peter? Oh. Yeah, she looks like an ostrich. She, dude, she's, she's like doing the funky. Hard. She's doing the funky chicken. I'll tell you. The, <laughs> the sad thing. The sad thing is, is like the close-ups with Mary Jane, like the, that that last yeah, panel. Yeah, the close-ups are really good. She doesn't have limbs. <laughs> like <laughs> when there's no extra anatomy around, we've we've. Oh I think gosh. we figured out Ramos. When there's no anatomy to screw up, he's great. So just give him nothing yeah. but headshot. <laughs> what, what's the bird exactly. that sticks its head in the ground? Is that an ostrich? Yeah, that's an ostrich. Yeah, yes. that, that Mary Jane should stick its head in the ground. That looks awful. I mean, oh. God, God. <laughs> Brad, you're trying to come up with jokes and failing miserably. Dude, fifty percent mm-hmm. success rate. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so we then continue to get like this, this like very graphic murder, and then we're going, and then the Gibbon, you know, he's running away, and then he teams up with the Vulture. Real quick, who got shot in the chest? that looks like a lion. I don't know. Th- oh, the that's one of the. That's one of the D-list villains we don't really care about. I don't about, even know who so. that is. Who is that? <laughs> okay, don't we don't know. we it's, don't know. It's Spencer clearing the decks. <laughs> he made he made his first appearance. I, I think I think Manbull was the one that got shot with bullets. Well, there's okay, also one, yeah, there's an there's, another there's a few of them who are getting yeah, there's a few of them who pretty oh much my God, supposedly. I mean, this is like if Arnold Schwarzenegger was, you know, was Craven and it would be his yeah. wet dream. Like, <laughs> I'm going to give you the nine millimeter bullets. You're going to go out and you're going to go hunting. Yeah. But, but, Rook, <laughs> what was that? That was like the Swedish chef more than Schwarzenegger. No, I, <laughs> I no, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good, that okay, was a pretty good on them. Real quick, yeah. the next panel. Uh, the the very last panel on the next page. This looks like flying carpet black Spider Man. What yep. is that? That looks awful. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it a flying does, carpet. It? It's the flying carpet. It's the flying uh, carpet. Ramos, Arabian Nights from Arabian Day. Oh my gosh! <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the rhino gets you know, rhino gets a, the the lasso of truth thrown around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, King King Serpent gets gets choked oh, to death. Jesus. It looks like it looks like Frog Boys, you know, got his with his venom. No, that's tongue. the that's the the toad. Oh, that Toad? Okay, to- toad. toad, you know, circa, circa 2000 from the X-Men movie. He's got yeah. to try to swing must along be the with French. His- those must be the French Craven brats. <laughs> yeah. <going> after- yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the, oh, to the, most, heartbreaking, the most heartbreaking moment in the entire issue, the breaking up of the bromance known as Black Ant. Or and, as Jeff- oh, who, who called Ant- that one? Who called that one? That it would wasn't be Mark. I think yeah. I think everyone kind of was, was quite kind of waiting for that shit. I, I thought it was yeah. Mark. Didn't Mark call it? Mark, no, Mark. no, Mark. Uh, Mark called he, it. I think. Yeah, Mark true. wanted the two to have like a bromance miniseries. Oh, um, but he says no. You it called it. Out. Did you call it, Peter? No, that, I did not call it. No. Who called? Somebody called it. That the I, I think Mark ta- thought it was going to happen. But Taskmaster was going to turn on the ant because the it ant was Neil. It was Neil. Neil, okay, yeah. I think Neil, Neil was thinking Neil it. Neil was right. Where although he wanted the bromance to continue. Yeah, I don't think he but. Window. All right. Well, Meanwhile, you know, Taskmaster's like, "You're an animal themed villain too." Bye. Yeah. And like, you yeah. know, you know, he falls like Wiley Coyote style. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's goofy. Oh well. Mary Jane's back in the apartment asleep. Uh, we, we then get the Gibbon, you know, being left behind by the Vulture because the Vulture's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That's see, right. see, see next issue. Uh, eighteen or yeah, eighteen point who. 
<laughs> what is it good for? Four ninety nine. That's what it's good for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or three ninety nine. My bad. All right. So Mary Jane then wakes yeah, up and the, the wakes up startled in the middle of the night. Something felt weird and slithering. Mm-hmm. And then and then we have a and then we have the centipede fall out of her hair. And we oh, then get the we then get the uh, a reference to when she killed a poor little rat. Yeah, New York City shoe. rat died with her yep. shoe. I remember that. I'd forgotten that scene. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that scene from Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, and I think she was wearing the same same shirt. outfit. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, just a guy's yep. shirt. Yeah. So Mary Jane then you know puts it, takes it out, and puts it out outside, and um, then the the centipede who has been who has been also Cent- narrating Cent-a-demon. parts of centipede was narrating parts of this issue. We get the big reveal that he is gonna keep an eye on her while you're gone he's Ooh. in the apartment what that is a great last page <laughs> he's coming mm-hmm. from inside the house yeah also effective yeah. use of shadow because that was that's an yeah. unfortunate it was shot. actually a really good jump scare because you know when i'm reading it, it line, is i'm just doing mm-hmm. one page at a time i was like oh. yeah, that, that was <laughs> yeah. that was really cool it's it funny even is creeper is, is it pretty much a creep like the little creepy crawlies that he surrounds himself with yeah no. I'll, I'll say this uh, if you're reading, this is, I mean, I'm not saying that, that comics are going to this, but this, if you're reading via comicsology and you're doing the panel by panel, like it does, you're right, Ashley, it does surprise yeah. you because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, oh, cause you're not and, opening that page. It's, it's also, like, they made you feel safe. It's like, oh, you know, it was a scare and oh, it's just mm-hmm. a little bug. And she thinks about how, you know, she's doing better by herself. She's not going to be so you know, scared and let her fear get the better of her. She wants to put mm-hmm. kindness out in the world. And you're like, oh, and she goes back. It's nope, nope. You're not safe. Nothing's ever safe. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, I, I say, solid. this is, this is solid because I'll say this. One of the mistakes that was made was that we didn't get enough Craven build mm-hmm. up towards the story. It was very, very slow burn with Cinta demon. Now we're starting to get the acceleration during mm-hmm. the hunted storyline to where when we get to issue 24, 25, it's going to be effective. So I'm mm-hmm. liking how he's stacking the decks here yes. with, with mm-hmm. the storytelling. He's and, all of it very well. And so, uh, uh, all right, Brad, I already know. What's your grade? Yes. What's your grade? Um, my grade's an A plus. This is, Ooh. Uh, this is, this mm. is, was an effective issue. Yes. It's the middle of a story arc. Man, yes. We're so negative on this show. Uh, mm. um, yes, we're, we're so the, the story is kind of going a little slow, but it's been suspenseful. Every issue I yeah. felt like has landed the, the last, that last page is, is you got to get the punch in, you know, and he's been landing that final page. It makes me want to read the next issue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The next page is a good cliffhanger. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this arc kind of suffers. And I like the black cat issue. Don't misunderstand. This mm-hmm. arc is suffering from the fact that we're getting these, issues that are breaking mm-hmm. up the story. Yeah. This was the same tactic that they used in Clone Conspiracy. The difference is, is it's not trying to be the special DVD style commentary extra features mm-hmm. the way part of the story. Clone Conspiracy did. It actually mm-hmm. is trying to be part of the story um, mm-hmm. because it's not like because like with Clone Conspiracy, you could just read the Clone Conspiracy issues and not read the side stuff and, and not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, the amazing stuff, the amazing issues were more of the huzz, yeah. and the clone conspiracy is what the amazings should have been. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yes. exactly. I think so, this is actually a really streamlined way of doing it, though, because yeah. it doesn't, you know, throw it on to, you know, a different and alternate series title. It 
Um, so it's really easy to keep track of, and, and I really like the little checklist mm-hmm. they've given. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I think that's effective you, too. Yes, yeah. I think it's really well handled. Yeah. Um, uh, go around the horn. I, I got an A minus at a, a plus out of Zach. Mike, what's your grade? B minus. B minus. All right, Jr. Mm-hmm. Can you go lower? <laughs> no, I'll give it a B minus. Okay. Oh, Peter. After C's all episode, he finally gives something other than a C. Well, that's because it's finally going somewhere. <laughs> what, what was Peter's? A plus? Is that what yeah, I heard? Sure. A plus. All right, Ashley. A plus. We're so negative. A minus out of me. We're so damn negative. Um, Zach, biggest pro. You, you kind of already said you're big pros. Let's open it up to this. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, one of the big pros that I have is that uh, going back to what Zach says, you know, some people are complaining that it's slow paced. Yeah. But going back to what we said, like the characters are driving the story, mm-hmm. and I know these huss, you know, should really be a part of the amazing titles. You know, it should be like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and so forth. Yeah. I think the reason why they're doing this is to give Spencer, you know, some uh, character-driven stories. Mm. But also, they're saving, like, the big numbers, like 25 and 50 right. for something they got going on. So the that's why we're stuff. doing I mean, If you read the solicitations, obviously, Centodemon is going to be playing a huge role this summer. Um, and and as, big, as big of an arc as Hunted has become, uh, that's really the, the story that's been building since issue one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I think the reason, and I'm going to, I'm going to speak for Jr. And he, he can. Uh, I think one of the reasons that Jr. likes this issue is because we're getting some momentum on the Scented Demon front. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it from Jr. Why'd you, why'd you like it? Well, I, it was okay. I mean, like I said, it was there were, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to credit Zach with any kind of psychic powers or anything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, I knew the Cinnademon story because Cinnademon apparently is, I mean, going back to number one, Cinnademon's tied in with Mysterio. So, I mean, I knew because we're, we're waiting for till June for any of that to pay off because mm-hmm. that, that feeds later into a, a new story, actually. Um, so I knew that we weren't moving that much on that front, but I mean, you know, we're finally in Central Park. We're finally in Central Park running around. And, you know, it's kind of like a big panoramic movie. Um, mm-hmm. And another thing I like, to be honest, I, I as much as I just don't like Gray Mills' art, I, I'm liking his Mary Jane's freckled faces, bright green eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just this is like Mary Jane-centric. Again, this, is some, this mm-hmm. is some of the best Mary Jane work he's ever done. Yeah. And granted, mm-hmm. he didn't get to do much over the last 10 years because of Slot's um, deadline issues. Let's just say, because um, I again I say there's Ramos when he's on a debt on a tight schedule, and then there's Ramos when he has time to actually do work. It, this is this is the lat. This is this one. His Mary Jane, he spent a little bit more time on his flying carpet Spider Man in the black suit. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. And, and why does Killer Strike? Have, why does Killer Strike wearing Batman's colors? You know, on that very first page when they're all uh, when they're all there running. Uh, from the the robot Cravens or whatever, yeah, you know, it's like yeah. he's got he's got the yellow belt and the blue tight, the dark blue tights yeah. and the gray. It's like he's wearing Batman's colors. Mm, well, we, I we think already went over the we always already went over the pro of the uh, the nice one Jurassic Park. I thought that was really cl- clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. the the, uh, the cliffhanger with Mary Jane is epic. That's awesome. Yeah. What's oh, another I pro? It. I, I hate it, but yet I love it. The pacing it's, it's the, is really well done. Yes, the pacing right. is good. 
It uh, does I'll ratchet up the tension of the story too. Yeah. I think that's another another it's thing. Too. Too. It's so I'll say what it really did is you know I've never been that much of a you know I'm, I'm okay with MJ, um, but I've never really she's never really endeared herself to me until now. Um, Spencer's been able to ride her in such a way that she feels like you really get to feel the weight of the growth um, of these mm-hmm. characters, the weight of their experiences and the things they've learned and how those have shaped them. And I like mm-hmm. that you just get a sense of the shape of their arc um, comparing her previous coping mechanisms, you know, going out into the club with um, who she is now, which is just staying at home and doing something she loves and, you know, kind of putting her, you know, that, that, you know, self care. Yeah. Um, it, 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 I, I really dancing, appreciate dancing takes her mind off of Peter's danger. Yeah, mm-hmm. it in a much better, like a much healthier environment now. I, I just yeah. like mm-hmm. Spencer putting so much of an emphasis on you know self care, whereas you know I'll I'll compare again to Slot. Uh, Slot's characters were very self destructive. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I'll let you. Oh. I'll let you finish your point. I'll oh, okay. After you. Um, yeah. I, um, I mean, personally, I won't analyze too much. I think it just gives me a lot of insight into just you know their own personal philosophies and worldview but i really like it's just so refreshing to see these characters want to be better for themselves and want to improve and that just makes them so much more relatable and that really endeared me to mj to see who she was before and compared to who she is now and how she feels about that Mm -hmm. go ahead zach um i'm gonna get slightly personal for a second there is ways to cope with stress and there's ways not to cope with stress mary jane for the longest time was about escapism she did not want to deal with the realities of the situation um this is a respect to her partner in peter because before when she'd go out she'd just do whatever she wanted and as somebody that my ex-wife did this a lot she would go out and go run around and i knew about it and i you know i gave her i tried to give her that 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 inch so to speak. Um, and she took a mile, but the point is, is that there's a respect that Mary Jane has for Peter. She could be doing her old things, but she want she's doing like, like what you're saying, Ashley, she's doing this because she, she cares about Peter and she doesn't have to be surrounded by people to have that fun. She can be sitting there at home having right. that type of fun instead of going to the club. And, and quite frankly, if you if you're a, you know a single person and you go to the nightclub, it's not cheap. No, the way it used to be, you got to pay for the cover charge and then any type of. Well, Mary Jane wouldn't have to pay for any drinks because every guy'd be like, "Hey, trust me," because I've been that guy. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, um, so far, this is more interesting than the comic story. <laughs> <laughs> but but my overall my point is, is, by the that, way, what's your success rate for buying a girl a drink? Eighty percent, seventy percent. What twenty? Oh. I want to hear this. Let me because all of us sixty five percent. Yeah. Well, how are we defining success? Like, like she'll come over and talk to you. Maybe get a phone number. Okay, yeah. getting a phone number. That's about eighty oh. percent. Ooh, ooh! Look at the clone with the confidence. All right, that's about eighty percent. Now, sometimes, oh, sometimes. Sometimes now, if you it, okay, it depends on the situation. If she's surrounded by her girlfriends, sometimes the girlfriends will be like, "No, don't go over there." 
know, he's he's a he's a he's he's weird. As Anthony in YouTube chat says, Zach was the guy with the waitress earlier today. <laughs> Did you get the waitress's number? Uh, no, not tonight. Did you give I her didn't. the tip? I'm so sorry. I'm, so <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> Down. I'm very sorry. Okay, oh. let's go to cons. Cons. Man, Brett Douglas. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I applaud you. Um, right. So sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, I, I, like I say, I, I think that, so that there's a there's a there's a good. It's just it, it's nice to have a character that's written like a freaking human being. Yes. And and. and uh, and, and this is not your fault, Ashley, but for the last 10 years, Mary Jane has been written as a caricature of herself. Oh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. over an Iron Man, of all places. I mean, exactly. So but even 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 there, I mean, she was still wrote better because – I'm sorry, but Dan Slugget sit there and say, I like Mary Jane. He's full of crap. Yeah. The way he wrote the character for 10 years – like mm-hmm. He may like her, but he can't write her. He is yeah. awful at writing women. Yeah. yeah. He's not writing even, even, way. Even Anna Maria Marconi, as good as it, she was at the beginning during the Superior arc, she she mm-hmm. she became a shell of herself by the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cons. Biggest con. That cover. You know I don't. You know I like my covers. Is that um, a bigger con than MJ's arms? Yeah, you know, that's my yeah, yeah. Well, MJ's spaghetti arms. Doing her impression this, of Miss Marvel. This thing I have, I there, I like the idea of the cover. All the villains are running away. The hero is standing towards the danger. I do like that. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. don't like the Wreck-It Ralph hands on Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> too busy. Too yeah. busy. Uh, um, um, again, it's, 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 it's anatomy issues that, that is just common with Wimberto Ramos. Yeah, he's just it's just one of this is one of those rare times where usually when he when he's illustrating stuff that's a lot of like movement kind of or simulating movement thing, you, he kind of gets away with it. Not here. There's it's it's a, very yeah. static. The characters yeah. are very static on this cover. And normally mm. when he's doing stuff, like you're saying, um, Mike, normally yeah. when he's do, doing dynamic stuff yeah. with movement, it feel, you can feel the movement. It's kind of right. like, uh, like, like Sheets Galloway with, with Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, right. right. You know what I mean? It was designed to be something that moved yeah. well. Right, exactly. but I mean, yeah. but even in, in interiors, I don't think it kind of felt like it didn't really move. Yeah, well it was very- here. I mean, it's just, it's just. I mean, there's parts of it you can kind of tell that there. It's, I mean, it's, it's very, it's fast paced and stuff. Um, but again, it just is not Quit one bragging. of the strongest thing. Quit um, bragging, Peter. Hey, yeah. Peter got a uh, sketch from Ramos. Did you talk to Ramos much? I did. Uh, he's very mm-hmm. nice. Very nice guy. Yeah. How, did, not- how is his English, by the way? Is Ooh. he to speak English? He does speak English. He speaks very good English. Oh, good, mm-hmm. good, good. Now, the thing the is, United States, Douglas. He's not from. He's not. He's not oh, right. Is he not? Now, the other. Pro- no, he's from. Yeah. He's from Mexico. Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Because now, on the his other- Facebook is all in. Uh, yeah, it's all in Spanish. Spanish. Mm-hmm. Spanish. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Now the other con I have of this thing, and this is going to sound again, sounds really weird. Um, while I thought this was well written, I didn't really love it. Because I kind of felt like there, there seemed to be kind of like a cynical edge to the thing, especially when he starts like, you know, when you, when, when you start off quoting like something from like Thomas Hobbes, who for those of you who are studying <laughs> philosophy, like, um, you know, you, for the, whoever read the Leviathan, his base, Thomas Hobbes was not a very cheerful guy. He kind of believed that, that mankind was naturally uh, predisposed to um, kind of like, you know, like the quote says, like, you know, short, brutish and, 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 you know, or whatever it is phrased, um, 
he he basically felt that in order to in, yeah yeah not Calvin and Hobbes but I, I, this of, is the only Hobbes that I really care about. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know, but it's one. But he's one of those things, and as as and I think the issue captures it kind of well is that man is very naturally predisposed to anarchy and savagery and war and the killing their fellow man. Yeah, but, but, very much so. That. But, but which is why he advocated, by the way, dictatorship because he felt that that was the mm. most strongest form of, of basically keeping people in line. But reading this this whole thing and seeing how like you got the villains are basically kind of like some of them are fighting, some of them are fleeing and everything, and then you got the patrons that Craven's hired, and it's kind of alleging that hey, yeah, if you've got enough money and ways and means, you you too can become a mass, can become a mur- an unrepented murderer, and it's but- just like. It just kind of felt to me, it was just like, wow, it's a very kind of cynical approach to human nature almost a little Take bit. A Not that I what our um, protagonists are putting out there, because you bring up a good point with how um, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one element was woven throughout, you know, the whole part in um in Central Park. Yeah. But it was followed up with mm-hmm. MJ waking up from her dream and right. she takes that little just a little bottle. Yeah. I'm like, I, I like, you know, I like right and i'm not saying i don't like dark stuff i do mm-hmm. i mean sometimes oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's well written but, it feels but like it's it just this is not a, this is well. not a this is not something like a cheerful book and the way i think it was mm-hmm. almost felt like the way it kind of came across it felt to me it was like aha look at all these loser villains getting killed and and look at all but these I, people celebrating things yeah it, it just felt I also kind of get this sense from the way – I mean because – okay, think about it for a second. When you, when you get – when he puts that visor to people's faces, mm-hmm. if you're doing that today in the real world, yeah. obviously it's like a video game. Oh, yeah, so I, very I, I much kinda, so. I kind of get this feeling of that they're it, – it, to them, it feels – that I don't think they realize the full extent of what that, they're – of their actions. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I think that they're being manipulated by Arcade and Craven. They don't understand the full. Well, and I think once we once we get later in the story, and the and the human beings are realizing that they're actually killing these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they know. Don't give them too much credit. I think there's a dehumanization aspect because they're supervillains, and furthermore, they are animal themed supervillains. Yeah. So that further removes them. It's like it takes them away from their humanity, and so they're really trying to play up. You're killing animals. Yeah. yeah, I think we lost Mike. Did we lose Mike? Oh, he's frozen. Oh, man. <clears throat> uh, other cons, Jr. What did you not like about it? <clears throat> I, I really don't have anything to add. That's oh, come on! You that said that about the pros. Give me something. Give me something I can use. As, as the goblin uh, wasn't in it. Fr- no, not Glenn Fry. Uh, oh, uh, who's on, the other Jr. eagle? Who's the other eagle? Help me, Don Henley. Don Henley, there you go. Don Henley. Oh, Mike's back. Yeah, he wants to get He's to the heart ones. of the matter. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't really have anything to say that hasn't already been said. You know, I mean, people, you know, talked about the shortcomings of the art, you know, and have talked about the shortcomings of the story, and uh, you know, there's not much, not much else to to go with it. You know, okay. we need to have Jr. But no, but we don't but, steal all his points. Yeah. But, but yeah, but but going back on uh, before I got cut out there on uh, Zach's point there about the um, about yeah, I picked up as on that as well. I mean, it's very much that it's very. I mean, the idea that's very much kind of like almost seems like a commentary about you know of online video gaming and stuff, especially with those with the with the visor things. Which yeah, those things connected to the cerebral cortex. You know, that's going to come back somehow. Um, and yeah, but it just. I mean, to me, I mean, that was my kind of my issue with it with um is that it seemed like 
it seemed to be so, and I'm sure this is Spencer's not actually advocating this or anything like this the way because it is narrated by Senta Demon, who mm-hmm. by the way I right. think is Carly Cooper. I'm gonna go with Neil's prediction there what? about how it's how this is I, I, yeah I, this I, is Carly Cooper using Mysterio Tech. I I've actually saw a really good theory about that. And it's like which was very convincing. What's his motive? What's her motive? She's still affected by the goblin serum. Oh, remember she uh, was affected by the Goblin series way back in Dan Slott thing. So it's kind of played. It's look, kind of kind it, of played it, with her if mind. If we're gonna there. make Carly Cooper a villain, I, I, there's there was worse things to do with that character. I'm not gonna. Oh lie. yeah, I'm um, off board actually. But um, but I also <laughs> I like, also I get this sneaking suspicion it's Flash. I don't um, think it's Flash. Well, no, but here's the thing though. I mean, he doesn't. But the the way the clues are, it's like it doesn't seem like coincidental that suddenly Carly Cooper just shows up and approaches MJ, and it's like. You know, all this stuff. And also mm-hmm. all the connections that she's had as she's also, if you remember, in Brandy Day, there she was that story. Yep. She does have a connection with Mysterio because of her dad, through her dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's also and when they know, when they had that lunch, he she could have put a bug in her head. Oh, oh yeah. God, and also and the thing is also so it's that also thing was why crawling she around for days. Oh. I don't know. I don't yeah, I'm empty fairly does not wash Mark. her hair. Apparently. Our very own. I think it was pretty clear that the thing just like dripped out of Taskmaster, or not Taskmaster, out of uh, Sent Demon's mouth as he no, was like blooming over. Actually, Dark Mark Again. said, uh, "Did the centipede just crawl into her hair, or was Sent Demon stroking her hair while she slept?" That's even that's as creepy as that dude. is. That makes sense. It's like and, I have to go to bed after this. this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts before we wrap this long episode up? Four four issues. Um, I'll go ahead. Um, okay, go ahead. um this is you know like okay. I knew we. I saw that we had four issues to do today, and I'm like, I was feeling a bit of a drag because I'm like, oh, I got to catch up on all this reading, and I'm not, you know, it, it felt a little overwhelming. But as I started reading through, I'm like. I'm really enjoying this. This isn't right. like a yes. chore when I was trying to catch up on right. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I started getting yeah. really excited. And, you know, even when I'm like, oh my God, we're going to be up till like three tonight because we're reviewing four, you know, four <laughs> issues. And I'm going to have yeah. to make coffee. And I'm, you know, right. she's already in her jammies and caffeine. Yeah. But I'm like, mm. I got, after reading all of them, I'm like, I'm really excited to talk Same. about this. And I'm really. I, I feel energized that the whole slump was just gone after reading it. It's just yep. so nice mm-hmm. to feel that way again. Yeah. Look, I know that final, there are final thoughts back. I know there are fans of Dan Slot that were always excited yeah. to talk about Dan's books. But as somebody that became not a fan of Dan Slot over the period of years, it's nice to come into a book and come into a review show where I know that I'm going to enjoy talking about a story. Yes. Mm-hmm. The only time I get that consistently lately over the last several years has been when I talk about um, uh, the Mayday Parker series on Mayday Mondays on Spider Radio Network. So uh, there's a plug. Um, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's nice to come into a review knowing that I'm going to enjoy yeah. having a, a intelligent debate and discussion with my good buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Final thoughts, Mike. Who would have thought I would have enjoyed a black cat issue? 
<laughs> so, um, do you not no, like I mean, Black Cat in general? I thought you did. No, I mean, no, I I do, but I do think sometimes it can be a little bit too Catwoman. Um, on on guys, but uh, that's well, Mike's not been exposed to you know Black Cat. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Years, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, no. I mean, seriously, I I'm I am kind of in, even though I have my quibbles about about the uh, story about you know a little bit. Um, I am kind of interested in where this is actually going. Um, and what the whole full scheme of the of Hunt is going to how it's going to play out, um, and you know, and also who also I'm too same George George isn't here to join the Stagram mode because leading the charge and um and also Brad I'm surprised you didn't list one of your cons about how this last issue didn't barely had Spider Man in it but yeah. oh well. Yeah. But I, again, well, it's a compelling. Yeah. It's all. It's, a, it's still a compelling story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I mean, there can be. We've seen issues even in the. There was some issues in the eighties where Peter barely appears in the issue. There yeah. were some Paul Jenkins books that were, but that Peter didn't appear in the issue at all. It, um, if it's well written and stuff around him is happening that I enjoy. I, it's sad to say, I kind of forget about Spider-Man. I, I, I love Mary Jane so much, and I loved, I like Craven as a villain. I like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all into this story. I like the story. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, and as you mentioned that, you're like, I, I, I realized myself, I mean, Spider-Man really wasn't in it that much. <laughs> but I'm going to say this, Spider-Man's well, guy, world, there's not outside stuff driving Spider-Man's world. It's Spider-Man's world driving the story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Every piece that we get isn't some deviation to be like, oh, what's going like meanwhile back at the ranch? What's going on? Oh, yeah, it's very well balanced, very well driving the story forward. It is all strategic. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's all part of a bigger whole. Yeah, exactly. Yep. JR, final thoughts. Well, it's already been said. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I can't wait. I was about to say, I I can't wait till this is over to see where we're going next, frankly. Well, we're going next to the news podcast. Is after <laughs> next, next on the Spider-Man the, 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 the result, the centipede story. I'm curious to see oh, where that yeah. one's going. This is just kind of a speed bump in the way, as far as I'm concerned. Man, uh, Peter, final thoughts. You get the last word. Um, you know where Stagrounds charging to get all those robots? Where? On C two E two, I made that debate on there and still lost a uh, white rabbit. Oh, so yeah. it was very rewarding to see that, you know, after I, I said. It's because Stegron oh, yeah, sucked. Gonna go. No. <laughs> Man. <laughs> We're not going to end on Stegron sucks. We're going to end on Stegron rocks. Hey, that's the end of that episode. If you enjoyed it, uh, support things that you like. Log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and you can make sure that more episodes come out in the future. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks for listening, everybody.